It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, God bless, God bless. We welcome everyone, the young men and women of God's worldwide ministry. We thank God. Uh, we thank God for everybody joining us and all those that are on their way to come to our Bible study. We are looking forward to having an awesome time tonight as we're in Romans chapter 14. And we're going to learn about the law of liberty. And I, I tell you, um, and just be, and the Lord taking me through this teaching tonight, you are going to learn some things about you that uh, are really going to be able to help you in your walk inside the kingdom of God. Uh, we're going to learn about two areas, and that's the law of liberty and the law of love. As, as you notice, for the last couple of weeks, God has really been touching us about loving one another and been talking to us about how to love. So with that, we just are looking forward to walking in the Word of God and seeing what God has to say. Again, we're trying to give everyone the opportunity to, to jump up here and get with us, but we're going to move along in a few minutes because the Word of God says we're, we're only two or three are and we, he is in the midst. So. Um, whatever number God sends is whatever number he desires to be here to hear his word. Woo! I hope everyone had a blessed day. Uh, wherever you may be in across the country, we are moving into our summer months, so we are having good weather. Um, with that, we're going to go on and open up with prayer. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us come together in your word. We thank you for blessing us, Father God, in the places that we are at in you, Father God. And we ask this evening, Father God, that you increase that place that we are at, that we may be able to have more knowledge and more understanding of you. We may be able to seek you with a more desire in our heart to seek who you are and what you are and, 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 and all that you are in our lives, Father God. Father God, we also just thank you because you didn't have to do it, but you did it. You woke us up on due time this morning, able to go on in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for that, Father God, because somebody didn't wake up this morning, Father God. Somebody wasn't able to walk on their own this morning as they went to bed by themselves. So, Father God, we thank you that you enabled us to be able to be a partaker of being on our own and moving on our own will and according to our own uh, our own direction outside of yours. Also, Father God, whew, we just thank you for uh, 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 bringing us all together again in, in, your, in your Bible study, Father God. Father God, let us be able to hear what we need to hear and hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church in a mighty and powerful way that we'll be able to make changes in our lives about the way we live our life, Father God, and the way we and the way we deal with people in our lives 
according to your word, Father God. Also, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just, we, we just lift you up, Father God. Father God, we ask you to come down off your throne in the midst of your people, in the midst of your word, as you said the, the word before. Let us be able to take the nourishment in the word in a mighty way, Father God, that it may, it may bring about that change. It may be bring about that setting us free for some things that we had a misunderstanding to and that we, and we didn't look at them in the right way, Father God. We just ask you to come down, be with us in your word. Be in the man of God that's going to teach your word, Father God. Let him sit down, let you stand up. Let it be more of you than it is of him, Father God. And, and and we just thank you, Father God. You know, I'm sorry, Father. I know you didn't see my spirit, and I'm laughing because some people say, hide them behind the cross. And I don't want to hide behind the Father God. I want to walk with you in a mighty way, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We praise you and we exalt you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless. God bless. I'm sorry I got knocked. God bless. We thank you. We thank you. Again, we thank God for opening the door as uh, more people trying to come on, trying to call me and bring them. But we're going to move on. Uh, I was hoping that uh, Pastor Albright was here, but she's not here yet. So we're going to move right along. Are you here, Pastor Albright? Okay. And we know the evangelists of them are still having their prayer over on their line, and um, they usually join us after they get off, so we hope they come and join us and be able to share. We just thank God for whoever's here right now. Uh, as we move in on the Word of God, we want to go on and give our announcement, uh, as we do every uh, Monday night. We have our prayer meet, uh, our Bible study. Uh, we're studying the Book of Romans. Uh, at six o'clock, we go over and we go hang out with uh, the committee on the. They have prayer, and it's a blessing for us because I'm from the old school and we used to have prayer before we had Bible study. So uh, you can go over there, and that's uh, 712-775-7031, and uh, uh, access code is 954-773-172-pounds. And we just ask you to go over there and join them at 6 o'clock. Tomorrow, um, we have three events going on, and um, at 6 o'clock, uh, we'll be over on the committee line, 
which I just gave you the number, and they're going to be talking about divorce and remarry. Can you can you remarry, and 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 what is the situation, or how you what what can you divorce for? So um, please come over. Um, it'll be me and uh, Reverend Swain will be talking on that topic, um, answering any questions that anybody has on the topic of the night, divorce and remarriage. Um, at 7 o'clock, we'll be joining Pastor Robin Albright over on her line on the, um, on the House of Refuge. And she's talking about the gates, and we'll be over there for an hour. So we have to come and join us, and we should be over there with us talking and um, sharing um, with her, and her number is uh, the same as this telephone number. Um, the only difference is her access number. Her access number is one three six four seven two. Again, one three six four seven two pounds. Again, seven o'clock. Come join her at nine o'clock. You can come back on this line where we'll be joining Victoria Ford for um, for a night with Victoria Ford in the panel, and they're talking about their mission as they're coming out of the movie that they had that she uh, made. With, I don't know how many parts of it has been completed. But I think it's three parts already. Uh, pregnant by the pastor. And um, right now they're just talking about situations in the church, situations that we need solutions to, and situations we need to be able to really confront in our own in our own churches in our own area that are going on. So, and they're telling they're telling us how to how to confront them from uh, the biblical aspect and also from the legal aspect in certain situations. So come up, ask your questions. Um, to a panel, there's lawyers, there's a judge, there's a, a, a mayor, and different men of leadership and women of leadership on her panel. So please join her tomorrow night at 9 o'clock up on this same telephone number here that you're on tonight. On Wednesday, we will be with the, um, again over on the committee. And at 6 o'clock, and after 6 o'clock, we come back over on this line, and we're having a women's revival, which we ask you to please join us tomorrow night. It will be Pastor Patricia Charles from out of the Bronx, New York, powerful woman of God. Come here and give the word of God on tomorrow, on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock on the same telephone number. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Again, we thank everybody. Get out, take heed to the the announcement, follow them in the order that you can. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we we can't move unless God has allowed us to be able to move in certain places. But again, we thank everybody that is here. In the name of Jesus, and we just ask y'all to please join us and support us 
in the things that God is having us do. Amen. 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 Again, if there's anyone here, um, Pastor Arbiter, any of y'all, please, if y'all have any, any announcements that y'all need to make, please, the door is open. You can make your announcements. No, sir, I don't have any. All right. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and with that, we're getting ready to move into the lesson. This is a very awesome lesson tonight. Uh, 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 we wanna, we wanna open up the door. We wanna just, just, just let you know that, and we're looking to hear from y'all tonight because there's a lot of stuff. This is about you tonight. This is about you. And just let me, let me open the door. We're gonna ask. Uh, uh, Pastor Albright to open us up if she got her Bible handy with reading. We're going to ask her to read from 1 to 12. Anyway. We're in Romans chapter 16. Yeah, we're in chapter 14. Oh, 14. Uh, yeah, we're in chapter 14 of Romans. But let me just open y'all up for chapter 14. This is how we respond to others. It's, tonight we want to talk about the value, okay, and the current of leaders and people, okay. And 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 one of the things that you want to we want to uh, just open your minds up to is how we respond to others who hold value different from our own. That's the issue of Romans 14. Paul speaks it in this fashion, not of eternal issues or absolute truth but about gray areas. And a lot of us have gray areas that, that we believe one thing and another person in the body of Christ may believe another. But he says subject, subjects that are questionable and maybe even fuzzy, Christians can differ on these issues and still be a part of the same organization. On these issues, no scripture declares an unquivocal right or wrong. No Paul counsel for the situation like this. And we're going to read that at the end. But I just want you to be open and understand that I need to hear from you because there's so much that goes on that, that we differ from, and I'm going to let the word speak for itself. Uh, Pastor Albright, could you read from 1 to 12 for me, please? From 1 to 12? Yes, ma'am. All the way through, don't stop. <laughs> no stop. Just go on. All right. <clears throat> and it reads, uh, Romans 14, starting the first verse, Him that is weak in the faith receive you, but not to the doubtful disputation. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let him not which eateth not judge him that eateth. For God has received him. Who art thou that judges, judges another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, he shall be holding up, for God is able to make him saint. One man esteemeth one day above another, esteemeth every day alike. For let, let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doeth not regard it. 
He that eateth, eat to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live, therefore, or die, we are the Lord. For this end, Christ both died and rose and revived, that he might be Lord, both of dead and the living. But while doest thou judge thy brother, or while doest thou set a not thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Amen. For it is, for it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of his own self to God. Amen. Amen to the reading of the word of God. We thank you. Uh, Pastor all brother. Ah. Paul opens us up here to, to, to say one thing, and he says, and he says, him that is weak in faith receive ye not, but not to doubtful. Dispute. And, and and what Paul is talking about here, he's trying to let us know that when we don't, just because somebody's weak in faith, we don't push them aside. You know what I'm saying? But when we let them in, don't let them in talking about the things that they doubt about what God can do, but try to strengthen them in the things that you know God can do. And that's why that's why Paul says here in, in another version it says, uh, receive one who is weak in faith, but not to dispute over doubtful things. And you don't want to be arguing with them about what God can do and what he can't do. You know, wherever their faith is, you gotta let the person stay there where their faith is, not to not to cause you to be fighting with them about what God can do and what he can't do. Some of you on the line right now, y'all know what I'm talking about. You, you know, there, there's some people that got God in the box, and there's some people that don't have him in the box. So now when you get with somebody that has God in the box and they limit what God can do, you don't need to argue with them because it's not going to benefit either one of you. Here Paul goes on to talk about uh, um, in, the, in the second verse, and he says, for one believer that he may eat all things, and another who is weak eats earth. But three, two and three go together. Let not him that eats despise him that eats not, and let not him which eats not judge him that that eats. For God has received him. And the thing that the thing that you understand, you have to understand, this, uh, 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 there's always going to be some controversy when two people are in the body of Christ and one says this is right and the other one says no, that is wrong. There's always going to be that controversy. And that's what Paul is talking about here. He says because, you know, my man is saying that he's going to eat and the other guy says, I'm not going to eat, but don't judge me because I'm not eating. You know what I'm saying? And, and and there's things that we do sometimes that people try to put judgment on. And can, can I go here with y'all real quick? That people try to judge you to validate whether you are truly 
walking right in the body of Christ. You may, you, you, you may not, you, you may merely be walking and doing what you're doing is, and is right in your eyesight, but it may not be right in somebody else's eyesight, but yet they want to judge you according to what they feel is right. And Paul is telling us here out of the, out of, out of Romans that, no, uh-uh, we don't do that. We don't do that. We don't do that. Because we have to understand one thing, that as it said, but one believeth that he may eat all things. And another one is weak and eats earth. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And 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 and, and I said I'm not I can't put no judgment on him because he's not doing the same thing I'm doing. And that's what we need not do, put judgment on people because they're a little different than we are. And if we really understand the word of God, he said that we all are peculiar creatures. And we're gonna be peculiar to one another. God told us that. God said we are peculiar creatures, and we're going to be peculiar to one another because we're going to do some things that another one may not see that that should be right, but it is right because because I'm doing it, and I'm not doing it to harm you or or be offensive to the God I serve. But it may not be, it may not be right to you, and you may feel offensive because you don't do it. Don't hold me to the standards of how you live. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know for him, for me, if, I, if somebody was teaching that part and told me that, I'd take that in and say amen because I don't want nobody holding me to nobody else's standard. I want to be held to the standard of Jesus. If I'm going to be held to anybody's standard to be judged, let me be held to his standard. In the third verse, as it said, uh, uh, let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him who eateth not judge him that eateth. For God hath deceived him. There's, you know, there's 20 things that we have, we must do as Christians. The Bible tells us that we should fellowship, eat with each other in spite. And, 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 and the thing about it, you know, when we don't like something that's going on with somebody, you know one thing we, we have a tough time doing because we don't agree and we might disagree on something? We don't want to fellowship with that person no more. But the Bible tells us fellowship each other, fellowship each other in spite of personal differences of opinion. And we, we have to. It, it, you know, my, my opinion may be one thing, yours may be another, but we're still brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. We can't let one one one. One thing getting away, and there's a few more, and I just want to touch on them, and we're going to move on. But um, it also says, do not despite each other, do not judge each other. Recognize that each man is God's servant and personally responsible to God. And that's what I got to look. See, I get tired of people thinking that when we come together, we own each other. I don't own you. You don't own me. I'm God's servant. I'm responsible to God. I ain't responsible to nobody else. And that's what we got to understand, that just because we don't agree on something or I'm not living according to what you believe, my responsibility is to God. God said, let every man and woman work out their own soul of salvation. He told me to work mine out because the way I work mine out is what I'm going to be held accountable for. And 
That's what we have to understand. Where 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 the accountability is at? You know, God is God. The accountability is in me that I'm going to be held accountable. Mm-mm. We have to understand that. Just reading a little more on verse third on the third verse. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Can can I interject for a moment on what you just uh, yes. said? Yes, you can. Okay. You know, the word tells us that there is one body, many members. Amen. And within this one body, every part of the body has something to do. Every member has something to do for the body of Christ. And so, you know, we all have different talents. We all have different callings. And I think the if we would just get together on one accord and focus on what God has is having us to do rather than worrying about what Sister Lulu over there is doing because she can sing. Now, I'm jealous of her singing talent, but God has given us all something that we can do in the body of Christ. So we shouldn't have to have that um, spirit of judgment or, or jealousy or malice and have our little clicks and one person get mad with this person so everybody gets mad with them. Because we have to understand, we all serve in the same God. So I'm going on mute. That's all I have to say. Amen. Amen. And, 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 and Pastor Albright is right. We're all serving the same God. And, you know, it shouldn't be, but it is. And why it is because inside the body of Christ, we have a spirit of competition. And having that spirit, that we have to we have to push that spirit aside and, and know that it's all about God. You know what I'm saying? It's God first. You know what I'm saying? God don't care God don't care who who's the greatest. Because God put greatness in all of us. It ain't it ain't like nobody's greater than nobody else. Did you embrace the greatness that's in you? I hope, I hope I'm making sense to y'all to, to really understand that 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 in inside of you, he's as great as he is in you, as he is in the world. So there's greatness in you. You know what I'm saying? It's just that did you pull it out? And and then when we do pull it out, do we pull it out to be in competition with everybody else in there and in the great places that they stand? And that's when we become judgmental on on, on looking at people because. One, one, you know, the Bible says that even the the, the, the apostles came to and said, who would be the greatest among them? You know, it's always been a, it's always going to be somebody that want to be stand out than everybody else. And that is why we have such conflict in the body of Christ when it comes because people want to be better than another person instead of us all lifting each other up to be the best. I gotta say amen to that myself. For us all to be the best, not just one, but us all. Just to read a little more on from verse three, it said, "Recognize that no man will fall who constantly follow God and the light he has received. Judge no man as to the Sabbath he keeps. Judge none none about allowable eats and drinks." Let all live in peace for the Lord and for each other. Do not set each other at naught. Recognize that each man shall give according account of himself to God. And, and that's what we have to do. Do not cause anyone to stumble. 
And I'm going to leave it right there because it goes on and on. But we, we need to understand that I got to I gotta remember what part I play and, and, and dealing with somebody else in the body of Christ. And I got to know that, 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 that God is going to hold me accountable for the part that I did play. And if anybody didn't get that and need me to break it down no more, it's it's how it's how it's how you react, it's how you walk with somebody that 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 that, that wears your growth back and they're not there, that, that you should be the bigger person than they are. That's what it's gonna be about. That I ain't got to get mad and, and kick my brother and sisters aside because they don't agree with what I talk, what I'm talking about. They don't agree on how I walk. Doesn't mean that I can't walk with them. Because we all don't walk the same walk. We're headed to the same place. And we're led by the same spirit, but our walks are different. Because we're all going down a different path to the destiny that God got for us. We go on to the to the to the front verse. It says, who art thou that judges another man's servant? And to his own master he standeth or falleth. Yet he shall be holed up. For God is able to make him stand. That, that really speaks for itself. I mean, I mean, my, 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 my days that, that, that you may be concerned about whether I stand or I fall, and, and I and, and I ask you, I think that you show me love and being concerned and if you could give me the things that I need out of out of the word of God that can help me stand, you know what I'm saying? But the thing about it, you can give them to me, but that don't mean I gotta take them. And the thing about it is that we don't need to be upset with somebody because we gave it to them. You know, you can lead a horse to the water but you can't make them drink it. I can't help it out if I let them there, I did my part. And you got to understand what parts that you play and what parts you do to edify and glorify God in, in dealing with somebody. You want to do your part as far as showing them, giving them, directing them, leading them. You know what I'm saying? But you can't make them, you can do all that, but you can't make them apprehend whatever you let them do. We are, you know, this this. This is, this, is, this is powerful because it's making you understand. It says in the fifth verse, one man esteems one day above another, and another esteems every day alike. But every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. One man is seen one day above another. Wow. That's something. That, 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 that one day there's a man that's esteemed above everybody else. And another esteemed every day alike. But let a man be fully persuaded in his own mind. And it says here the law of Moses has been abolished, including the Jewish Sabbath. 
I filed for the judge. God. But you have to understand this. One man esteemed one day above another. And another esteemed every day alike. And he's saying that every day another man is being lifted up every day. You know what I'm saying? Don't think that, that you're the only one that's being lifted up. Amen. You know, and and, and the thing, I, what I hate is people that think that God only talks to you. Amen. You know what I'm saying? We be with them people sometimes, and they act like you can't hear from God at all. Whatever they say, that's what it got to be, because God don't talk to nobody else but me. And, and they're esteeming themselves up and not knowing that God esteems every man up to talk with every day. He talks to all of us. You're not by yourself. But yet we have we have people that 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 that, that think they're better. And the, and the Bible lets us know. Don't think don't think that you better no better than nobody else. Yeah, God visits different people in the Bible and and, and, and it looked like they were better than everybody else because they got the, the visit, but he visits you too. He visited you on a place that he wanted to visit you, where he visited David on a place because he wanted David to do something. <clears throat> and believe me, when he wants you to do something, he visits you and tells you to do something, and it may not be as magnified as it was back then, but, but he visits you the same way he visits him. Look so what he did to Joseph. He sent the angel. The angel came to Joseph and talked to Joseph about not giving up, giving up uh, Mary. You know what I'm saying? It was no big thing, but yet God sent someone to talk to us. God sent someone to talk to all of us all the time. If he doesn't speak to us himself. Hopefully that make I hope that I hope that touch somebody to understand that they don't think don't 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 get caught up with people around you and talking about oh, they have such an awesome anointing on them. God really deals with them and don't think that God ain't dealing with Because guess what? The same anointing that's on them is the same anointing on you. The word anointing only means Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit on them that's on you. In the sixth verse, it says, He that regardeth the day, regardeth it unto the Lord. He that regardeth not the day to the Lord, he doeth not regard it. He that either and either to the Lord, for he gives God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not and gives God and give God and giving God thanks. Wow. Wow. Don't think that somebody's thanking God, not thanking God in the same way you're thanking God because they're not doing the same thing you do. Everybody got their own way. Of giving honor to God. That's what this is saying. He that regards the day regards it unto the Lord. And he that regards not the day to the Lord, he doeth not regard it. And he that eateth, eateth to the Lord, for he giveth God thanks. And he that eateth not to the Lord, he eateth not, and give God thanks. So, you know, just because I don't do, I don't do what you do. Don't mean that I'm not honoring God. 
I'm telling you, people will look at you and 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 and, and try to validate whether you're holy or you're not holy because you don't do the things that they do. <laughs> Hallelujah! You don't walk the way they want you to walk because how they walk in them being holy. Y'all got me with that? I hope y'all got that because because people want some people want you to be just like them, look like them, and walk like them in order to say that you that that you that you're walking and give it on unto God. And my walk is not the same walk as their walk. And I want you all to understand and embrace it, that, 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 that God, you know, we got to understand and in Jeremiah, you know, one thing that in, in Jeremiah uh, 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 28, it tells you one thing, that, that he has a plan for your life. Everybody's plan is different. So the plan on my life you got, it's not the same plan that you got for such and such. Our walk is not going to be the same. Somebody say amen. I, I, got, I, I know that that is, that is truth right there. The thing about it that your walk is not going to be the same. Amen. Your walk is not going to be the same because, because you're walking different because of the areas that God has taken you in. God has taken me to the drug dealer, to the alcoholic, but he's taking you up to the domestic violence woman. We walk in two different walks. Amen. See what I'm saying? Our, our destiny is the same, but our walk is different. Our path towards that destiny is different because we're walking, dealing with two different types of people. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I just want you all to catch that. Hey, Deborah. Hi. Hi everybody. Amen. And 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 that's what God wants here. He wants you to understand that you ain't got to be like nobody else but be you. And don't be mad with nobody because they be in themselves. Mm-hmm. He goes on in the seventh verse. He said, "For none of us living to himself, and no man dieth to himself." Y'all got that. That, that? That's it. None of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. Well, because one thing about it, once we come out and we and we <laughs> and we come out of our mother's womb, you know what I'm saying? We tend to come and start living with a lot of people. <laughs> you know, everybody comes to the little baby, and before that, that that baby grows, that baby got aunts and uncles and, and cousins and everything, and they start finding out it's more than just them by themselves. You know? Then we turn around, and we don't die by ourselves. And what it means by that is that, yeah, we we die, and, and, and most of the time when a lot of us die, that we die, we die at home or we die abroad. There's people all around us. We don't die by ourselves. There's always some people there. If you die in a hospital, there's people there. There's people always around you. He says, for whether we live, we live unto the Lord. And whether we die, we die. Woo! 
we die unto the Lord, whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord. And, and, and that's self-explanatory. You know, whether whether whatever it is, we 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 belong to God. We belong to God, and that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? I'm God's child. I'm the Lord's child. You know what I'm saying? I don't care where you take me, what happens in my life, I still belong to him. Amen. Thank you. You know? And I don't have to worry about that I belong to nobody else but him. He goes on to say, for for to this end, Christ both died and rose, revived, that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. Ooh, that's powerful in this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is another proof that Christ died and rose bodily. You know what I'm saying? And that's a powerful thing, that he might be Lord. He's Lord, he's Lord the Pope, the living and the dead. Mm-hmm. And that's something. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and, and that's what you got to understand, that that even in your death, that when you die in Christ, he's still your Lord. Still your Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Still your Lord. You know what I'm saying? He's your, if, if, as long as you make him your Lord while you're living, he'll be your, he'll be your Lord in your death. Because he says in the Bible over in Thessalonians, he said that when the, when the angel brought, brought the trumpet, that those that died in Christ first shall meet him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he's your Lord. And that's why you're going to meet him in the first. He said, y'all first will meet him. Those that have died in Christ first shall meet him in the air. You can't beat that. I, I, hallelujah. Glory to God. That, that I know that I lived in him and I died in him, and that on his resurrection, I shall be the first one to meet him in the air. Mm-hmm. Mm. Amen. Amen. You can't beat that with a with a pogo stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, you can't beat that. And, 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 that is just powerful in itself to know. Whew. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, I'm glad you cleared that up for me because I thought that they were referring to uh, those who were persecuted and died in him like that. But they mean everyone who believed in him. Amen. Okay. Everybody that believes in him shall meet him in the air. You know, everybody that was his Lord, that, 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 that you know, that died and Jesus Christ was their Lord. Amen. That's why it says he's the Lord over the living and the dead. And the dead that he's talking about, those that that was that, that he was their Lord while they were living. He ain't the Lord over, over, over those that died not in Christ because they never accepted him as, as their Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Deb, because I had to break that down a little more to, make, to, to really explain it that people understand. That he is he is the Lord to those who died in him. Yes, I got you now. I got it. Yeah, he is Lord to those who died in him. And, so he and, won't 
because of death. He'll still be right. out. He'll still be. Even in your death, he is still your Lord, as mm-hmm. he was while he was alive. So if Satan was your Lord while you were living. And then he'll be your Lord in your death. And <laughs> you'll do whatever he got for you in your death, too. That's right. He'll be your Lord in your death. Mm-mm. Lord, have mercy. That's why you got to know where you want to spend eternity at. Yes. Yes. And after having such a rough time here now, I sure don't want to have a rougher time when I go. Mm-mm. No. Amen. For, for peace and the land of milk and honey. I just... Amen. Amen. And that's so right. Mm-hmm. In the 10th verse, it says, But, by, but why doest thou judge thy brother? Or why doest thou set a nod thy brother? For... We shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yes. The thing about it, this refers to the judgment seat of Christ, where all the saints will be judged after the rapture for the deeds done in the body, whether they be good or bad. Um, thing about the question, you know, it says, "But why doest thou judge thy brother, and why doest thou set a nod?" By thy brother. And we can go back into the Word of God where it says that judgment should first start in the body of Christ. That we, for some reason, judge one another all the time. You know, and, and, and there's penalties in judgment that we have to understand. But we still judge. I don't know, you know, people say, oh, no, I ain't judging them. But I, I feel such and such and such. And the word that they say is judgmental words, but they're not judging. Hmm. What we have to understand is that, you know, we can say we're not judging, but our words speak the words of judgment for, for what it is. And the thing about it that there's a penalty that God put in place. He said, you know, he told us, judge not one another. For the same measure of judgment that you judge one, you shall be held accountable to. So so he lets you know that if I put judgment on somebody and I put a standard that somebody should be and they not, then he's going to judge me according to that same standard that I put them on. And that, that makes a person think about judging anybody. You know what I'm saying? Because now you're going to be held up to that same standard that you judge them under. And that's that's why you know what says, but why do thou judge thy brother? We, I mean, I'm being real. It's a judgment opinion. You know, you need to make that clear. When they say judge thy brother, what exactly? Break down that term judge to me. Because I'm not quite well, okay. Okay, it's like it's like it's like judging. It's like okay, I did this. Okay, um, I usually for example, I went out and I took something from somebody in the church. Okay, now, now, um, 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me let me go another way. You you okay? You me and you in the church, yeah, but we're in the same church. But you always you everybody's always talking about what I'm doing, and and everybody's always got a magnifying glass on me all the time. You know, people see me in the street, from the church, they see me here, and all that. You know, Deborah, I saw I saw David today, and and let me tell you what he was doing. Blah 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 blah. And everybody is putting this thing inside of you that when you come to church, you start judging me to, to what you heard. Okay, so basically it's nothing, it's nothing good that they're saying about you. Right, right. There's nothing good, but right. you're forming your judgment about me all the time. And that's what this is saying. But, but why do we judge our brothers? Why do we judge them? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we judge each other and everything we do or whatever we hear about a person, that's that's who we hold them to be about what we heard and what we judge on what we heard to be true or to be false. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And when you see me, that's what you're going to judge me on. I mean, your judgment is going to be whatever or however you respond to me. If I was, if, you, if somebody said, you know what, Reverend Carpenter is a homemonger. He's trying to sleep with all the women in the church. You ain't never seen me in your life, but the first time you see me, you're going to watch how I move around among the ladies of your church. You, you, you know what? Because that's that judgment thing in you that I'm going to judge you, but I'll see. Okay. And your your an judgment. You, uh, have a, you have an opinion beforehand. Right, right, right. You got an opinion, but sometimes our opinions are judgmental. Okay. Okay. And some um, of you know what I'm talking about. I, we walked, I had an opinion about people, and it was a judgmental opinion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I went to, the story I just told you, I went to see a preacher when I was a school teacher and had heard that had the children, in, have the women in this church and had babies, mom. I never heard the man, the man, I went to go hear the man preach, but my opinion was that, well, if that's so, it, it, I'll see when I get there. And guess what? I laid on my opinion because I never heard, I never listened to the man preach. I was looking at all the kids to see if they look like them. Mm, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because when you talk about if someone say they're a Christian, then you do have you you I, I know maybe that's what I'm trying to figure out if I'm wrong about doing it, but I do watch and see, you know, are they are they truly a, if they're true or if they're false, you know, if they're just saying that, you know, uh, a false prophet or a false uh, someone's using God's name in vain, basically. Amen. Amen. So they're not Amen. doing and not walking nothing like Christ, but. I keep hearing about, oh, you know, from other people that I know that don't know that much about Scripture either. And they say, oh, it's such a good person. But then when I do know a little bit more now and I observe that person, if they walk in Christ like, you know, are they doing good things? Or, or if I turn around, you know, they're talking good with Scripture, but they don't come to church. And you say, are you okay? Oh, yeah, I had some business I had to do or out in Atlantic City or you know, or, or something else. And then I start wondering, you know, then I be, you know, try to maybe gear them back. But is that bad? I don't come to a judgment, maybe. But you did. But you are. Uh, 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 uh. 
see, a lot of times, a lot of times we we sit down in a seat that we don't we don't understand the seat that we sat in, and sometimes we sit in the judgment seat. So, so what are we supposed to do? As a, as you know, that person might have been strong in their belief, and then they slacked off and have every excuse in the world. Well, all you could do is pray for them that, that, that God restores them. You know what I'm saying? But you can't do nothing about it. You did sit, you sat in that judgment seat because you were sitting, sitting in the seat, what, and you were sitting in the judgment seat to see to judge them according to what you saw. Yeah. You sat in it. We all sit in that seat sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a manner. It's just a manner. The Bible says that we can judge one another, but this is a manner that on how we judge each other. Okay, so it doesn't matter whether you just thought it to yourself, or you talk to other people and start start a rumor, you know, about what you I, think. I think. I think that's. that's the, I think right? it's better when you think it to yourself, but when you go and you want to put your thought out there about somebody and 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 there's a judgmental thought that it becomes a rumor then you know you gotta go pray because you committed a sin. Because you just you just started a false allegation about somebody. Not not in a negative sense, but like we need to help sister so and so because she she falling off. That, let me say something. There could be false allegation that that Deborah's such a good person. Oh she's such a and then, and then somebody started that rumor that you're a good person and you ain't. <laughs> so, so even good rumors can become sin to somebody. They, they, they said some good stuff about you, but it wasn't true. It was a lie. You know, people got friends in the church that they lie about. Oh, she's just as she's just as nice as she wanna be. Oh yeah, you, you know when you get to meet her, like and you meet that person, they just as nasty. And they want me. And you be like, I don't know why they lied to me. I should I never, I should never put these people with me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Okay. So, so, it's just uh, about being truthful. Let's go on. Let's move on. Okay. Okay. It says, what is written as I live, said of the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to the Lord. How? This proves that a brother can be destroyed. Where am I at? Okay, that's the question. Okay. This this makes us understand one thing that that when we when when we put God first and we exalt Him and we we love Him. That, that that this is Jesus just said here. He said, "What well, is written as I live with the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God." Amen. You gotta understand one thing: that wherever God is, and you really walking in Him. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be truth all around. Amen. There's going to be truth around. You know, you ain't going to be able to 
you know, do you know how hard it is for us to really lie and feel good about a lie that we know before we confess the truth? Mm-hmm. You know, you, 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 you have to think about it, you know. And then, and then because when we're walking right in God, you know what I'm saying, this is, just, this is that word that said in its way, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me. And God says every knee shall bow to him, and every tongue shall confess unto God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's going to be that true confession in us before the Lord. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, how many of us going to run around and try to lie to God? And no, you can't. How you going to lie to me? Know the truth. Mm-hmm. He knows the truth. But it says, so then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. And we will. We're going to give account to ourselves to God. Because, because it, you know, even in our rights and our wrongs, I don't, I don't, I, I go here because, because I may not teach like them, 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 them dudes from the seminary schools or nothing like that, but I teach on a level that you, that you can really understand, and I thank God for that. You know, my grandmother used to say this, and I know a lot of y'all heard this. Let your goods outweigh your bad. That's mm-hmm. what she used to tell us. Have more good days than you will have them bad days. Yes, sir. And that's what that word is saying because we got to give account to God. And she used to tell me, let your account be more good than it's going to be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. And you know, you know, when we was young, we heard that, and, yeah, okay, Grandma, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And when we were in the world, some of the stuff we thought was good was evil because we didn't know the difference between the goodness of God and what he talked about was good and was evil. Evangelist Easter. Amen. Uh-huh. Everybody. Hey, God bless you. I do evangelist. We're in in Romans, uh, 14th chapter, and we're at at verse 12. We're at verse 12, chapter 14 of Romans. Thank you. Uh, So so then every one of us shall give account of of himself to God. And again, you know, it don't matter what we do. We got to. We want to give account to God. Mm-hmm. What it is, there ain't nothing under the sun that God don't see in our lives. And that's why I just told you. I thank God. You know, you know, just coming up with random old people and ground. Like I said, Grandma used to say, "Let your let your goods outweigh your bad." She said, "Try to have more good days than bad days, because you're gonna give account for them." You know, and here that word is that, that we all give account. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody going to slip by at all. Ain't nobody going to slip by. Everybody's going to give account. Every knee shall bow. Everybody's going to give account. Mm-hmm. And we can't get by. But Deborah, can you 
can you read from 13 to 17? And then after that, evangelist, uh, Easter, you're going to take from 18 all the way to 23. Okay? Okay. Okay, I got you. All right. All right, she's going to read first, and then I'm going to expound on that. But when I finish expounding from a, from um, 13 to um, 18, then you'll read, you, we'll, we'll come back and talk about from 19 to 23 after you read that evangelist. So come on, Deborah. Okay, Jockey. I'm going to be reading from my NIV. That's okay. The Bible's the Bible. <laughs> 13 uh, reads so let's stop condemning each other Just decide instead to live in such a way that you will not cause another believer to stumble and fall mm-hmm. 14 I know let me see I know and am convinced on the authority of the Lord Jesus that no food in and of itself is wrong to eat. But if, am I? Yeah, I'm in the right place. Yeah, you're in the right place. But if someone believes it is wrong, then for that person it is wrong. And if another believes, another believer is distressed by what you eat, you are not acting in love if you eat it. Mm-mm. Don't let your eating ruin someone for whom Christ died. 16, then then you will not be criticized for doing something you believe is good. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Lady Deborah. Let me go back. In the 13th verse, it says, let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather that no man puts a stumble block in occasion to fall in his brother's way. And, and you know, the thing about it, and I'm going to read from another verse. So it says over here, therefore let us not judge one another anymore, but rather resolve this and not to put a stumbling block or cause to fall in our brother's way. And, and you know, the thing about it, let us not become that stumbling block by judging one another. Because whatever we judge is what we speak out, and sometimes we don't speak the right judgment on somebody and become a stumbling block for them to want to follow Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. See, 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 we, we got to understand, we got to be mindful on what comes out of our mouth in any form of judgment. Because because your judgment could be wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. because, because your judgment is not God's, it's your opinion. Right. And in our opinion sometimes we can be wrong of what we of what we thought about somebody and we went and blabbed our mouth and became that stumbling block and they can't find Christ Jesus. Because the first thing you'll say, Oh, oh, she saved, Deborah saved and look at her talking about me and made that that and look, it was a lie. And you think I want to be a Christian and follow somebody and be a Christian? Mm-hmm. And you just became that stumbling block. You just you just became that wedge between them and Christ. 
And that's why we, we have to be mindful. And that's what the word is telling us outright. You know what I'm saying? You know, solve your judgment in you. If you, you. You know what? Go find out the truth. You know, the thing about it, don't judge me on something or judge nobody on something unless you find out the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help you, God. Ain't that what it's saying? <laughs> that's, then that's not considered judging someone. If it's that, factual, is that... No, but it's judging. It is judging, Deborah, because it's right, the, Bible, it's, the Bible says here, and I'll read it again, it says, let us not therefore judge one another anymore. That, that we don't need to be judging each other no more. We don't need no 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 false opinions or, or thoughts about somebody or, or, or saying this of what we thought, you know, because like I told you, sometimes we have a judgment opinion about people. But, uh, Our opinion can be judgmental. I don't understand how we would help people. If but, you what's going on, and you know the truth, because you heard that's it. That's not judging. What is that then? I'm, I'm not, I don't. If somebody, if somebody knows something about somebody and it's the truth, I don't consider that judging. Judging is something that you don't know is uh, all forced about somebody. Right, something you. Amen, amen. See, that's where we, and you, as I want you to see, because what you're throwing out there, one thing Deborah is, and that's why she just got what she got. What we're saying, what, okay, let me put this back so everybody can be on the same plane. What we're talking about is the fact is that if I don't know something about you but judge you according to what I don't know, then, then right. my, my opinion is not, is not right. And I become a stumbling block because everything I said about you, okay, Evangelist Kingsbury, was not the truth, but yet I'm a man of God, and now I became a stumbling block. Right. Because I judge you according to my opinion and not and not seeking out the truth to what it really was. Now, I, that I can understand. That's what he's saying. Let us stop judging each other because we're judging each other not knowing what what it really is about right. somebody, and we're just right. speaking our own opinion. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. Yeah, that's, 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 a lot of that goes on in the body of Christ. People look at you, and you come to church, and or something, and they they look at you and make an opinion, and that's an, uh, an, a a judgment of opinion, and not a judgment of truth. Not a fact. Okay. Yeah, that's you know clear. Here, here you are. Then you are talking to the pastor. You know what I'm saying? Or Evangelist uh, 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 Kingsbury, a uh, uh, very nice built lady. She's talking to the pastor. People take it out of context. Look at her flirting with the pastor. Now they gonna put a judgment on you. Now you now you the you the whole member of the church. You flirting with the pastor. That's so true. See what I'm saying? And and you were just and you were just talking to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? But that's an opinion judgment. That's their opinion that that's what you're doing. It's not the truth. Right. That's right. Damn, that's... if they get it out, everybody running around talking about, yeah, you know, Evangelist Kingberry, she's flirting and, and messing with our pastor. Look at her. <laughs> and they get all the way around. That's because, that's because that could make her leave the church. Sure, it will. But she's getting fed at 
Because now she feels uncomfortable because somebody made a false allegation about her. They formed a messed reputation, formed a untruth. Right. And this is what we have to I understand. And that's why the Bible is telling us, let us not therefore judge one another anymore. But judge, but he says, judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block in an occasion to fall in his brother's way. That's what we need to judge. We need to be judging that, that we don't become that judge to put a stumbling block in somebody's way. Yeah. We, can hear, we can hear somebody, please, somebody, can you mute your phone? We can hear stuff in the background. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we can hear. It's hard for us. Thank you. Okay, I think they did it. Thank you. No, they they let it back again. <laughs> somebody mute their phone, please. Um, can I add on to something, Reverend Carpenter, to what you all talking yeah, about? You can. You can, because I feel I'm going to have to go mute the person myself. Go ahead. Go ahead. People um, are walking around here now is innocent. Some people are so innocent. And this is the wicked of the evil world. Um, Matthew 7, 1 says there's only one judge, and that's God. People are mad and upset with people and hate people because of people, other people lie on people about, for instance, if I'm always by myself, my me time, and I don't have any company over, the first thing people may want to say, oh, guess what? She's she's a lesbian, but she don't never be with a man or whatever. <laughs> Therefore, my name is out there with people mm-hmm. that making up stuff, mm-hmm. don't talking about and judging already because I always like to be by myself. When people see people by themselves, they judge. They, this is a wicked, evil world. This is, 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 is the work of the devil because yes. when people are taking care of their own business, minding their own business, not doing anything to anybody, and people can hate you for it, for no reason at all. Just because of how the way you look, how the way you carry yourself, then they'll make your name bad. Mm-hmm. And this is happening now in the world. Because they're not strong enough, sis. They're not strong enough. They got too right, much. Exactly. In, in and out of the house, in and out of, in and out of their bed. So that's on their conscience. Look at her. She ain't got nobody in. She must be a lesbian. They, exactly. Exactly. Control. And they mix up stuff like that among other stuff and things like that. But those are weak-minded people. But when you know that you're strong and, and, and you're strong and got the Holy Spirit for real, and you know that... That don't bother, God will make it, no matter what people say, it don't bother me. Only one I have to please is God, and he knows my heart. And I didn't used to be like that. I used to, uh, you know, when they talk about me, I want to fight. I want to go up in their face because of, of, of they say no bad things. But now, like I've always said, I can relax. Whatever they say about me is only uh, um, um, because God. He said, do not touch my anointed one and do my prophet no harm. And I've seen these people that have belittled me, lie on me and talk about me, and now I don't know who, what they look like. What, um, they don't look the same way they used to look. Because, see, God, God's um, word is, do not touch my anointed one, do not profit no harm. And he do not lie. He, his, his word is, he do not lie. When you're taking care of your own business and when you try to live right for God and not take, uh, bothering anybody and just want peace, oh, God is going to do what he has said he was going to do. Yeah, Satan don't he like have anybody. 
You know he's going to try to make a trap for you. Satan don't like Mm mm. But you know how to do. You you learned the rules of the Lord. He tell us how to live, mm-hmm. and he tells black and white. But he, he doesn't want us to live that other way. Now, if his neighbor choose to live that other way, you the one is according to chapter verse eleven. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Now, like you said, you explain to God why you ruined that good mm-hmm. sister. Repu- reputation. Why you tainted her name? Right. One thing you have to understand that there are wicked people in the body of Christ. Yes. And, and inside of that, I think the strongest thing that you said, Evangelist, is that you're not weak-minded. And 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 it's the weak-minded people that get overtaken to fall away from Christ because of what people do. You know, uh, uh, um. You have to, you, when you're strong, you will pass those people because it ain't about people. It ain't about people. It's about you and Christ Jesus. Right. And, and, and a weak-minded person can't look past that because they're looking at the people and, not, and, and looking at themselves and just and just not ever seeing Christ Jesus as truly who he is in their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 you know, that's what we have to un- make people understand. That no matter what what come against you, it ain't about people. It's about God. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because, because, you know, like I tell people all the time, you know, and I let them know when I go to their churches to preach. It ain't about it ain't about you, you or you, because you ain't got no heaven or hell to take me to. But it's about God that I must honor Him in all that I do, because He's got a heaven and hell to send me to. Amen. Amen. You know, and we have to be we have to be mindful, and we have to. We have to come out, but just as well as you know, you have to you have to pour strength into other people that are weak of vessels. Right, right. That's the carpenter. Yeah. That's the carpenter. Can I um, say something real quick? Yes. You okay. Um, I heard a whole lot um, while I was sitting here listening, but you know, <clears throat> yes, we all have to realize that it's all about God, but. It does not say that we have to entertain these evil people. Amen. So, yes, there are evil people in the body of Christ. Yes, there are people that are placed by the enemy in the body of Christ to distract the men and women of God. Mm-hmm. But once you, once they have been exposed or, or however, however people want to say it, that does not mean we have to sit there and entertain them. We can pray for them, shake the dust off our feet, and move on. Woo! And, um, and you know, sometimes we say weak-minded Christians. Sometimes a Christian can be stronger than you think they are. They're just at a weak moment because they're being attacked by the enemy. And that's when we, the men and women of God, need to come together and pray for that person or go to that person and pray with that person because nobody on this line is exempt from the attack of the enemy. We all could fall weak at one moment, and I believe every one of us on this line are strong men and women of God, but we can fall weak at a moment, but that don't make us weak-minded. Amen. Amen. And see, that's where that scripture that you just said. um, Uh Albright, I I can tell you right now whether or not you know it or not. I'm being attacked now. Um, I'm just not saying anything, but... 
I'm really being attacked. I mean, real attacked. But see, mm-hmm. I, I, I go. In, I got a prayer room, a, a room called a prayer room. Mm-hmm. When you have the gift of discerning, and you see who who are attacking you, and but you leave put it in God's hand. I can That's relax. Right. Because if I go mm-hmm. out there and try to attack or either bop, 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 word, 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 word for word, there's nothing getting accomplished. Nope. I'm just worse than, than the other person. So I, I put it in God's hand. That's what my prayer room is for. Amen. Put Amen. everything in his hand. But that's what it's about because that, you know, when God shows you certain things, he wants to see what you're going to do. And the thing about it. My back, that, my back that, is against Sometimes people back me against the wall to be making a wrong decision. And my back can be against the wall. But, see, I have to focus on God. Because if I do what people want me to do, then mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm, I'm an evil person. Because God is love. And if, we mm-hmm. want, if I want to see God one day, I can't do what people want me to do. And no, you can't do it. You can't do it. Because, because God says one thing. He says, don't do no evil for evil. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I tell people all the time when you pray for these people that 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 they use you or come against you, you pray good prayers. You pray mm-hmm. to God heal them of that situation. Right. Or right. Mm-hmm. Just make it better. Because let me tell you something. <clears throat> the thing about it, when God allows things to happen to you like that to see how you respond. Mm-hmm. Because Mm-hmm. If you respond in the word of God, you know that God said vengeance is his. Hey, Amen. Yes. Said, Let vengeance unto the Lord. That's you know, right. And, yeah. and Jesus will exercise that vengeance. You know, and all I got to do, when I see Jesus' vengeance exercise, I don't joy in it, but I pray to God for the person that his wrath came upon. I need to pray for him. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, 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 you know, I thank God when he shows us sometimes the people that are attacking us when we're under That we know who we're praying for and we know who our attack is. It's something, it's, it's hard when you don't know who your enemy is. That's true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I that's know. why a lot of people, a lot of people in the body of Christ have grown like me and some others. And I heard a deacon say yesterday at church, he said, why do you think I'm alone? And I'm alone. I, you know what? I, I do this Bible study. I go to work sometime or whatever. But that's it. I don't, I don't, I don't have no brothers coming over the house to hang out or, or none of that. You know what I'm saying? Because then they've done that and always had an enemy come out the, out the bushes. Somebody always trying to stab me in the back. Say things about me that ain't true. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and whenever I knew that happened, I could hear the old Jay singing that song. You remember that old Jay song? That's it. <laughs> they smile in your face all the time. All the time. Back to back. back, back. To back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome to yeah. the world. <laughs> happen. That can't happen in, in, in our walk with Christ into the kingdom. We're supposed to be earth shakers and changers. Mm. Supposed to, like you said last week, they they had to they had to get somebody to kiss Jesus because all the disciples and Jesus 
they all was emulating him. Yeah. What does the Bible say? Everybody that says, Lord, Lord. <laughs> a few, only a few will make it in. He said, everybody that says, Lord, Lord, ain't, ain't going to be coming into the kingdom of God. And, you know what I'm saying? And we're going to see a lot of people. We're going to pass a lot of people on our journey. And we're going to meet a lot of people on this journey in the kingdom of God. And a lot of people, there's going to be people that's going to be for you, and there's going to be people that be against you. Jesus, Jesus told us his disciples. And, and I'm, I'm talking about disciples, because he had over 2,000 of them at one time. And he said, he said either you're for me or you're against me. And if you remember when he went down one time, and the Bible says that over 15, 1,500 of them left him, walked away from him, because of what he said to them.
come around again. Mm-hmm. I don't tell them that, that, you know, I know that, that God didn't say it, and he didn't give me no confirmation that, that, that it came from him. So I, the Bible tells me don't, don't fear those kind of people. Don't be scared of those kind of people. Amen. Amen. But anyway, in the 14th verse it says, I know and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. But to him that esteemeth anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. Okay. Wow. He knows and is persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. And there's nothing. And God is saying there ain't nothing that can unclean itself that's unclean by itself. The only one that comes and cleanses us is him. Yes. You cannot get clean. Go, go take go take a million showers and, and, and God ain't clean you, you still feel mm. mm. And that's why them teachers sometimes, they don't know why they said some of them they said, but that's how they preach them preachers to tell, still tell people. For the eyesight of God, just something for dirty, rags. Because a lot of people in the church that they say they say are still dirty. There's a lot of people in the church that are still unclean. There's a lot of saints that are still unclean. And still striving for to be clean. You know what I'm saying? And that's why this is saying, and I just love it. <laughs> it just lets us know. I know and I'm persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself. Ain't nothing can unclean itself without him. He is the cleanser. He is the, he is the one that restores and cleanses our body and renews our soul. Amen. And we can't beat that. Jesus. It goes on in the 15th verse, but if any brother be grieved with thy meat, now walketh thou not uncharitable. Destroy not him with thy meat. For whom Christ died. God bless you. Destroyed by another Christian. If not, this is all very needless language. And, and, and that's what I'm telling you. You know, we could destroy each other. You know, it don't take you for somebody to say one word to you outside of church one day, and, and you just had it. I'm through. <laughs> I, I, I know one woman that could expire on that, and that's Evangelist Easter. But I don't heard all those stuff on time and and. She talked about how, uh, you know, some church people really just try to tear her down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 we got to understand that all of us have been in the church where people try to tear you down. There's people, I've been in churches where people have said some crazy stuff and made me want to leave. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we can... We can, we can, we can destroy somebody's life in Christ if if they allow us, if they allow us to do, especially some weak people. And I'm telling you, when we're 
I'm going to tell you one place we're all real weak is when we first come to Christ. We are just as weak as we want to be. Right. So, so but we follow everybody in the church. We don't mind anybody because we, we hungry. <laughs> so true. Oh, Amen. Yeah. We are. We hungry. And we running behind this one, and we swear they right, and we running behind this one. Mm-hmm. Once we start growing, right, we're going to out in. Right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you look at You look at you look at uh, 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 the bubbly old, old mother best thing. You'd be like, look at her with a live cell. Have me thinking that was you. <laughs> I was so silly running behind her. And she telling me a bunch of lies. She told me that was the word of God. And it ain't nothing God said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, emptying out my pocketbook, getting all my money for recognition. And now I had nothing, uh, nothing to pay my bills, my light bill. Okay, man. Because I know the preacher will call my name. But look what he, um, 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 Sister Williams paid fifty dollars, fifty dollars, just because I wanted my name called before the whole congregation. <laughs> I had to go down my knees and say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for being so ignorant. Yeah, because they'll make you be like them. They'll make you, you be like, okay, this is the right thing to do. Let me try to raise the most money. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want my name to be called. And then you find out, man, I shouldn't do this. Is, it, that ain't what it's about. And they got me doing this. <laughs> making, me, making me think this is the right name. And everybody looking at me. Right. And then I don't have no money to pay. My, my lights were off, off doing that week. Everything was cut off. I was just in the dark. I had to put some kilns because I was trying to impress the pastor and the leadership and the pastor. I said, but through growth and maturity, you learn from that. Even though you've done that, but we learn with the word of God and growth and maturity. Amen. And the more wise and wisdom and knowledge that you have. I'm glad I didn't live next door to you. I would have been telling everybody, you know, when you know, became a Catholic. She <laughs> 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 ain't no evangelist no more. Not in, the, not in our church. She the Catholic. She lighting candles. We went by our house. Yeah, with a candle through the light all night. Let <laughs> 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 me run around ready to talk to me. God bless you, everybody. Have a good night. This is Elder Brooks. God bless, All right, God bless you, Elder Brooks. Bless you. Amen. Amen. Bless you, Elder Brooks. I'm going to inbox you tonight. She already gone. Okay. Yes, she's gone. Let's, let's, let me hurry up and finish this. I'm having a good time here. But it, 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 it lets us know one thing. It, 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 it says in the next verse, 15, but if, but if thy brother be free with thy meat, now walketh thou charitable, destroy him with thy meat, for whom Christ died. And we just talked about that. It said, let, let not then your good be evil spoken of. And we got we to gotta remember that. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I really trust that with people. Don't, don't get yourself in a situation that you're doing good. Let me, let me let me give you all an example. And this is for women and all men. Going into your pastor's study by yourself, and they close the door, and just you and the pastor 
in there. That's right. Mm-hmm. It might be good, but but let me tell you about everybody speaking evil of it. Mm-hmm. You willing there to do a good thing, whatever you doing. You know what I'm saying? But being that door was closed, if it's a woman and a man, they're going to swell up and down that event. Yeah, Evangelist Easter, she's sleeping with the pastor. Look, he always right. take that up. And, uh, and, 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 well, that happened. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? It's just like when I when I come when I come to New York to visit and I'm there with Pastor Charles, it's going to be me and Pastor Charles and her husband to go sit in there. Or it's going to be me and Pastor Charles and one of the, or Deborah or one or, or Dale or one of the ladies. We're going to sit in our office with, with, together. It ain't going to be just me and her in there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want no evil to be spoken of what me and her is doing that's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you're leaving the door open for Satan to come in there and start tearing things up, <laughs> making something good dirty. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah, make- you know what? I don't think, and I, you know, that's other thing. I don't have to leave it. Leaving the door open don't mean nothing either. Because leaving the door open and the pastor study, who got who who got any right to be walking over the peak in the, the pastor's office? That's disrespectful. Because he left the door, but don't mean that you was invited to come down there and peek, and he's in there with somebody else. Hmm. Okay. So that door opening don't mean nothing. I think that when you go in the pastor's study, I think that when you do anything, even when I have counseling across the phone with a woman. <clears throat> Um, most of the time I call another woman to get on the line with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't have to worry about that woman saying that I said anything out of hand and there was nothing, no, there won't be no evil spoken. And, and a lot of women know me and it's very rare. It's got to be, it's got to be strictly business for me to call your phone after 11 or 12, 12 o'clock. Amen. Amen. Because I have not, I've had, I've, I've been doing this ministry over 10 years. And I've done had women talk to other men that was on my line and it grew up into a big sexual conversation thing. And I've seen one one bishop lose, his, lose all his churches from a conversation that he was having sexual with another woman across the form of my ministry late at night. And she taught me a lesson. I'm mindful whatever I say on the phone because she taped every, the whole conversation on her cell phone that they were having every night and went down before. When she, she lived in Mississippi. She flew all the way from Mississippi to Memphis, Tennessee for, for the, uh, 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 what's that thing they have, the complication. She flew there, <laughs> got up, and played it in front of the whole <laughs> Big complication of uh, 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 church or whatever they had. Y'all know more about that complication thing than I might do, but I don't. I, don't, I haven't got into the traditional church for many, many years. But she went and played it across there, and all the people that heard it and knew it was his voice, and he talked about all kinds of sexual things. They want to do this, and he going to do that to her. All her phones are her. Mm-hmm. And they took they stripped him down, took his churches, took him off TV, took him off the radio. 
me crying on the phone, and I said, that's what you get when them after 12 o'clock calls. I said, I've been told y'all that many years ago on my single and, and, and married ministry about talking on the phone late at night, but you did it. That was a consequence. Mm-hmm. And I tell anybody today, you know, you gotta watch. You gotta watch yourself at certain hours because Jesus even said, "Let us do everything in the daytime." The Bible, go in the Bible and look it up because He said, "Night is coming," and He knows that at night is when the devil works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He works twenty-four hours. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? While we all sleep, the devil is running the street all night. All night long. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, so when you want to get on, when you want somebody to call you out, a prophet, one time I was in New Mexico, called me 3 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, I'm asking my mom, I'm like, what's on my own? She said, yeah, can I talk to these women? I said, not at this time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Click. Uh-uh. They set me up. But, but Pastor, let me ask you something on that. And when I hear you say certain time you're a pastor, but you, you might have some people who are in your congregation who is true, you know, might need prayer for the family and stuff. Because the way I was taught, that long is about according to God's kingdom, his work, it shouldn't be a time if somebody's in need or a child got shot or something happened. It's, and I noticed a lot of pastors sleep after 12. I wasn't taught that way because Jesus is 24 hours. He's up to answer. They can speak to Jesus when he have us and allow us to do his will. So I'm trying to get understanding, you know, with okay. that, if we, we evangelists and they caused me like it was a, somebody died, I don't okay. give them a time not to call. Okay, let me give you understanding. That's why God gave you discerning of spirit. When I pick up that phone, I know what I know. I know when it is something that I need to take care of right there and there, and I and then I know when it's not. Well, just um, <laughs> I mentioned that prophetess. She called me two o'clock in the morning, and guess what she called me about? To ask me should she marry this man that proposed to her, and I told her. That, that you're going to try to wake me up to get in a conversation about whether you should marry a man or not. You know what I'm saying? And the last time I didn't follow the spirit and do what I was supposed to do, the woman the, the woman uh, didn't go with the man, and she was a prophet, didn't go with the man. And then they then it came out that all of a sudden I tried to hit on the woman, and it was all a lie. You see what I'm saying? But now, well, I don't know. I never experienced that. I don't want to call that experience that day. I'm just saying, I follow the spirit in what I do at phone calls late at night. You know what I'm saying? And I have to. And, I, and, and even as y'all being evangelists, I tell y'all to be saying, you know what I'm saying? Some man call you 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. Come on now. I haven't had that experience. It's not with me. Huh? I haven't had that experience. I mean, when people call, it was really urgent and they need it. So I never experienced that. Okay. Well, as you know what? It's good to be born right now so you get in the morning. Be mindful of it. You know what I'm saying? 
You know what I'm saying? Understand what the yeah, I'm mindful, you know. Be responsible because some people call you talking about talking about this, that, and and and, and hit your sympathy button. And next thing you know, y'all done got hooked up and talking every night, and y'all talking same time every night, two o'clock in the morning, every night y'all talk. Well, really, people you should know who call you and what type of people to call you. Amen. So, amen. But I, I'm just, I'm just saying, you have to be mindful because, you know, anything can lead us in as trying to be submissive leaders, but we also got to be wise and being. Yeah. Uh, well, I uh, just uh, got to my grandfather. He accepted everybody. He was wonderful. Yeah, we have to be mindful. We do have to be mindful. Pastor Carpenter, I'm about to get off. I'm here to take my husband off the Dallas machine. All right. So, um, all right. We God bless you. you all. God bless you. God bless you too, Minister. All right. God bless you. Have a good night. Good night. You too. Good night. So the 17th verse says, For the kingdom of God is not meat, drink, nor righteousness, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. What we got to understand, the kingdom of God does not consist of meat, drink, and outward religion. You know what I'm saying? Let me tell you something. God didn't build the church to be religious. Man made it religious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Let me tell you something. You know what? Because man put structure, his own rules and regulations inside the church, and then he made us want to abide to the, to the, the religious uh, rituals and rules that he put in place. Mm-hmm. And if I tell anybody, that's what we're learning tonight about the liberty. There's freedom in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus did not come to put us bound or to put us chained down to he any form of, form of that man has put into place. That's There's right. no form of fashion in God. God is free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever we do in the church, we, we should be able to do in the world. Because the Jesus we serve did not have no walls around him. He was all he was in he was in the freedom of the world. Mm-hmm. He had no church. Jesus never had a church. Amen. No, he never did. He never did. Never. All the way to the cross. He never had a building. That's right. And, and, That's the right. Two, and he never had nowhere to live. No, he was in a Bible in the hedge. The last, the last place that he lived was when he was with his mom and his daddy. That's right, and that was for few. Was Joseph and Mary. <laughs> and that was for few. <laughs> That's it. When he got thirty, when he got thirty years old, he was gone. Yeah. <laughs> they say where you went. He went out doing something else, and he was going about his father's That's business. It. He didn't know. <laughs> That's it. He didn't have. He, he wasn't bound to nothing or nothing. No. And that's why we can't let stuff, we, you know, I, I don't, you you meet them. I never forget. I always tell a story about a lady, me and her, my, I, I was teaching in middle school, and uh, she went to the Baptist church. And they, that, they, I mean, they, the Holy Spirit can fall, and, and, and they'll cut the Holy Spirit off to go back to the format of, you know, how everything's supposed to go. They, they, they would cut God off. And one time I was in church and I laughed and I said, God, this is insane. The color glory themselves, 
and we all caught up in the spirit, and your pastor got to preach, so he cut us all off so he could get his word in. And I talked about it. I got back to school. Well, that lady being a religious lady got mad, and we had to take our students to the gym. And I'm sitting up there telling the other teachers, she got so mad that lady jumped up and chased me around the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't got mad. I was giving her the word of God, and she didn't want to hear him. She felt convicted because, you know, Jesus says in the Bible, he says, when the Pharisees talking about he don't follow their tradition, he told them, but look, you don't even follow my father's tradition. <laughs> and that's what I told the lady. When I said that to her, that lady got fired up. I said, your, your church ain't following God's tradition. You talking about, about them traditions? <laughs> that lady said, uh-uh. She came shooting down off that bleacher, and I got to run around there. I'm like, oh, let me get away. I don't want to hit this lady. <laughs> <laughs> but that, <laughs> that, that is because you know I like to tell my story. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what that is, that, that we have to understand. That God's house is not made of no beliefs and things, but the righteousness and the peace and the joy and the Holy Ghost of God. That's what his house is made of. In the 18th eighteenth verse, for he that is in these things serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved to men. Hmm. Wow. Any man has these, things, these three things, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit, has three other great blessings. He's a servant of Christ, he's acceptable with God, and he's approved of man. And that's the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because we approve each other that's in the, that, that, that walk in the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? You know what, how we approve each other? We'll say, that's my brother or that's my sister in Christ. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. We approve each other. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're a hell raiser, we know you ain't walking in Christ. No, that's a hell raiser. That ain't Christ. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is well this is well we approve people, we could disapprove people too. <laughs> mhm. <Yeah. laughs> and that's the truth. We could disapprove each other. Yeah, but it shouldn't well, matter. But it shouldn't matter. Um, what people think of 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 people. Only thing um, it, what matters is what God think of us. If someone go out there and start talking about me or uh, uh, belittle me, uh, either I'm doing the same, vice versa. Um, I know now. I didn't know then, but now it's it's what God think of me. I don't worry about what people say about me anymore. I don't care how. Mm-hmm. Really don't. Amen. Amen. And we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Nothing. Listen, who got the who got the last to say on your life? That's right. That's right. Who got the last to say on your life? Ain't no man. Ain't no woman. But you have to grow to that place to understand. They talked about Jesus. They belittled him. They beat him to the blood shootout. They put thorns around his head. And they did all of this to Jesus. So... We're not going through nothing when somebody talk about us or either I talk about people. This is nothing compared to what Jesus went through. 
because you know, as long as I'm, as long as Jesus is 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 fine with me, human being don't matter to me anymore. If you bring in the word of God, if you bring in something positive to me, I will listen. I will welcome that. But if you bring in something negative to me, I can say no. I don't want to hear it. I just I just don't want to hear it. Mhm. Amen. I think that 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 one of the things that that you get out of it, and I'm a, I, before we move on, I'm a, I'm just gonna address two things uh, that Evangelista was just saying, and the, and the first thing that I want to address is the fact that whatever happens to us, it's not that it's not that Jesus didn't tell us it would happen. Jesus says over in John, he says that you will be, you know. Otherwise, Jesus told us that things are going to happen to you because they happen to me. He mm-hmm. said people will people will will, will 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 cause words to speak against you for no reason at all. He said people are going to dislike you and don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? He said because they did the same to me. And where is the servant greater than the master? Y'all know that scripture over there in John. Well, he yeah. talked about that, that, that the same thing that happened to him that happened to us. Yes. You understand? So when things happen, why do we get so torn up sometimes and start talking about it when all we need to do is say, you know what, I know I'm done. You know what, the first thing when things happen like that to me, I know I'm, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hallelujah, I know I'm walking in the spirit of Christ. Mm. So he said it was going to happen to him, and if it's happening to me, that means that I'm, that I'm looking just like him. That you're doing it to me. Yeah. I thought to be looking like him for it to happen to me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And I get and I get happy. I'll be like, yeah. You know, maybe I don't like what what is happening, but I I have the joy that that the only reason you coming against me is because I look like my face. When you were so tired, you know what I'm saying? I look like. You know what I'm saying? There's something that you're seeing that the devil is seeing in me that they. That he saw in him that I'm looking like him, and you want to come against me. Because the Bible says that people will come against you with no cause, for no reason at all. They don't have no reason. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And y'all want to find that? Go over there in John. Go over there in John, and y'all can look it up, and y'all see that, that, that Jesus is telling you people will come against you for, with no cause. Yeah. Strength. That gives you so much strength to hear you say that and and then know it's in the scripture just like that and I can look at it for myself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right there. People will come come against you. And wonder why people talk about me. Why are they talking about me? I'm not doing what did I do? Yeah. Just saying, you ain't gotta do nothing. Jesus No. Gotta Mm -hmm. do nothing. But people talk about you and not like you and try to Turn everybody against you. You don't have to do nothing, sis. Y'all can find that scripture, Deborah, in John, the 15th chapter, um, the 8th verse. And he says, If the world hated you, know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose yeah. you out of the world, therefore the world 
hates you. You said, you hear what he just said? He said, because he chose you out of the world. Right. You didn't choose yourself to come out of the world, but he chose to bring you out of the world. And whenever mm-hmm. I choose to bring out of the world, people are going to hate. Because I brought one thing, because I took it from them. Yes. <laughs> now, you ain't even got to know them. <laughs> you can walk, I laugh at them. You can have a spirit. And I look at them and smile. Amen. He says, he says I, even in the church, I just smile. <laughs> he says, remember words that I say to you. A servant is not greater than his master. And if they persecute me, they would also persecute you. That's right. If you keep my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done, if I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin. But now they have seen and also hate both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled, which is written in their law. They hated me without a call. They hated me without a call. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that empowered. <clears throat> I'm hoping yes. that strengthening you to know that people won't come against you. Stop talking mm-hmm. about you. Move on and say, to God be the glory. You know what I'm saying? You know? And go strip to somebody else that come to you and and want to say and cry about it, take them into the Word of God. Show them what God said. That, it, that This is what everything that happened. He said when you pick up this cross, that you're going to bear everything that come along. Oh, with. yeah. That's right. Mm-mm. Yes, Lord. That's you picked right. up. I invited you in. You accepted my invitation. You came in. Now let me tell you what you accepted. Pick, when, you bear, when you pick up this cross, you're going to bear everything that came as I carried. That's right. That's why you have to keep the arm on. Oh, Lord God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And we just thank an evangelist, evangelist uh, Easter for being able to share things like that and being able to help bring a word out to stripping other people to know that, hey, listen, people going to be people. You just be who you are as a woman or a man of God. Yes. Yes. People are going to be people, you know what I'm saying? But I ain't going to let you destroy who I am in Christ Jesus. I ain't going to let you destroy that. I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? And get a little kick. I know one thing. I'm going to repent, ask God for forgiveness, and get back in place. That's I right. ain't going to let you keep me somewhere where I don't need to be. That's right. Mm-mm-mm. So you know we need to that's a sign. That you are walking right, and you know, amen, amen, and that's what you got to look at it at. And thinking you did something wrong, that's just yeah. You can't make people. You got to look at it that if people coming against you left and right, left, right and left, that 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 they ain't coming against you, but they're coming against the God that's in you. Right. Right. I also want to add, it's not also uh, it's more so not people. Sometimes it's your own family. Amen. Against you as well because they see the God that's in you. So the devil gets in the family the most to try to get us focused off of who we who God made us to be. Um, because um, we love our family, 
And sometimes uh-huh. it's not them, but it's the demon spirits that get inside of them to take us off focus on who God made us to be. Amen. Amen. That's our loved ones. Amen. So you you got to just know that, that anybody, let me tell you something, the devil could use anybody. He used your little grandchild against you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He used a cat and dog, too. <laughs> let me tell you something. Don't, don't be, don't look at it and think that God can't use anybody. Any of us, I could be used against one of y'all one, one time in a dis- dispute or something. I ain't yeah. that I'm, you know what? what? What gives me power to cover me not to be used like that is God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't got my own power to stop the devil from from using me in some certain situation. That's why he said don't be dismayed. And then just when I realized that he used me, it's for me to repent and ask God to forgive me and go back to say to that person, please forgive me. I know I spoke out. You know what I'm saying? And what made me saying that, that any of us could be used when Peter got used walking with Jesus? Jesus said, who do they say I am? You are the son of God. Ten steps later, Jesus is rebuking them. Mm-hmm. It's not how he's Satan. You know what I mean? So that means that, that in and where God used them 10 steps earlier, 10 steps later, the devil used them to say something crazy that Jesus, that Jesus knew. And oh, it was yeah. the devil that made him say. I, I suppose it right on Facebook. The devil had me to, I suppose it on Facebook. Uh, Make me get out of my character. So that's why I'm saying he can't use all, any of us if we're not strong. But. And he can. It, it, it can happen to any of us. And that's yeah. why whenever, whenever I see something, I don't fought the person. I just fought the spirit that came in the midst of them, and that's what I pray about, that they be, that it be moved from them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we have to care for each other in our prayer. And if you're mindful, that's why you say be mindful, you will know when the spirit comes. Yeah. Right? You just stop rebuking it, smile, I'll talk to you later. Amen. Amen. Sometimes. That's what I do. Sometimes. 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 Uh, I've been kind of good with it. I've been praising God for that. A spirit will catch you in the middle of anger, or or, or it kept you when you vulnerable for for you to be used. Can I, can oh, I say so it kept it you in a situation where you vulnerable to be used. Yeah, it, well, it's just growing. It's a growing process. Once you get to a level, you should be able to handle it. There's no level for that because well, there's, so many, uh, levels, there's so many different levels of attack, a demonic foresight. And every time we elevate, we move into another level of attack from the demonic force because we elevate. Well, I say it's the now. I call them the now Christian because, like I said, wait, I seen my dad and my grandmother, and it's no bragging. I never, that's the closest woman that I ever seen, never argued, never set nothing out of the way, none of that. I, and I seen it with my own eyes in 90, that she lived in 98. I never heard her get angry. I never heard her spoke out. I never. She was so humble. And I told everybody that she was my witness of her glory because I said I never seen a woman like her. Amen. And Amen. that's the truth. I never seen it. Amen. Never Amen. seen her argue. She wasn't a free to none of that. That's good. Okay, evangelist. Going to ask you to read the 19 and close us out in our reading. 
Evangelista? Yes. Yeah, you're supposed to read. <laughs> oh, okay, where are we at? Um, 19, and you're going to close us out all the way to the end. To 23. Oh, okay. To 23. Okay. Let us therefore follow after the things which the things wherewith one may edify another. For meat destroyed not the work of God. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with offense. It is good either to eat flesh nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stomach or is offended or is made weak. Has thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemned, not himself in that things which he allowed. And he that double is damned if he eat, because he eateth not of faith. For whatsoever is not of faith is sin. Mm. Mm-hmm. What I got out of this is don't boost ourselves up. Um to think that we are above God, uh, above anyone, because we nobody gets above God. So therefore, as he stated in the 23rd verse, and he that doubted is damned if he eat, because he is not of faith. If we don't have faith, then we don't have anything. If we don't have the faith of Jesus, then, then, then we are damned. Amen. Um, Amen. Because um, we in 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 the twenty second verse it said, "Had thou faith, have it to thyself before God." Happy is he that condemned not himself in the thing that which he allowed. Which we, I'm gonna just say a few words so, I'm, so we can move on. This lesson is God is telling us that what not to do. To keep the faith, but what not to do to, um, to not boost ourselves up, because there is one who need to be boosted, and that's God. Amen. And and people like to say that um, they're separating themselves. They they don't want to be around this person. Yet yeah, the word of God says, separate yourself and come out from among those. But then again, we have jobs too. Where we work with different ty- types of people. Right. But when he said that, he he meant to not to associate with their sin, but he right. did not. But he don't mean for us not to be around them because sometimes right. he would give us a word to that person. People can't separate themselves from jobs because people are, is all um, t- all type of people work in the same jobs sometimes. You mean tell me you're going to stop your job of, of work because it's a homosexual there, it's a homemonger there, it's an adulterer there, whatever, and stuff like that? No, we're going to be around those people. But what he said is separate yourself from their sin as long as we're not sinning um, and pray for them, and then he'll allow the Holy Spirit to give a word to that person whenever the Holy Spirit say give a word to that person. But we can't um, just not um, just be with Christians who say they are Christian, be around in just a ring with just Christian people, and some of them is not Christian at all anyway, some some of us. Um, But then again, we have to be around, because I feel like some of those that, um, up on the tree still drinking liquor is going to be up in heaven, and some of those in the church sitting on the front pew from the um um pre, uh, in the pew uh, in the pew and singing on the choir. The wine and the a loving heart. Oh, better than some of the Christian people. Amen. That's what I got out of that. Amen. Amen. Let, let's go on that. We thank you, Evangelist. In the 19th verse, 
It says, let us therefore follow after the things which which make for peace, and things wherewith one may edify another. And and and, and what Paul is trying to tell us there is that let us let us let us be about the things that are are peaceable. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what? We well, let, let us obtain those good works of peace with one another. Then he then he says about edifying. The Bible says that we should edify each the Bible says that we should edify and lift each other up daily. That's right. what we need to walk in. We don't need to belittle each other. We don't need to down each other. We don't need to cast each other out. But right. the Bible says that we should lift each other up daily. Didn't say once a day. Didn't say when you feel like it. But it says every day. Amen to that. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> if you ain't got a good thing to say about somebody, just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. You know what I'm saying? If I ain't got something good to say about Deborah, I don't need to say nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because there are always a bunch of people saying some crazy stuff about Deborah anyway. So now why should I just add my... Add my <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't need to add my opinion on that, you know? I don't need to add my two cents to it. I need to edify lift up when they come around. Yeah, uh-uh, I don't care, no, Deborah's great, almighty oh, woman of God, uh-uh, that's all right, y'all go ahead. Uh, you ain't say that last week, well, I didn't know what I knew in the word last week, I know what I know now, and I'm going to lift her up. Amen. Speaking Amen. words of lifting up, wherever she's down at, God is going to lift her up because of the words I spoke. The Bible right. says, speak that which is not as though it is, and mm-hmm. it will exist. So if I'm lifting her up, Wherever she's down, God will lift her up because I've spoken into existence. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yep, I thank God. That yeah. is for any of us. And the 20th, 20th verse, it says, For me, destroy not the work of God. Any man, you know what I'm saying? What we have to do is, what could be cleaner than this? That meat itself does not destroy God's work. Ain't that something? Oh, well, I would have said, evil do not destroy the work of God. <laughs> Don't think. Let me tell you something. Don't think because you did something good over here today or you did something good a few minutes ago and now you know, did something crazy that it destroyed what you already did. Mm-hmm. Evil ain't going to destroy your good work. It can't. Amen. You know what I'm saying? And then a lot of people do that. Something messed up happened. Oh, golly, I did this, and, and, I, and, it, and it was so good, and, and I did it in the name of God. Man, I done acted crazy. Now I done lost. I done lost what I did. No, you ain't lose nothing. Mm-mm. This is some people don't take away your good. Repent and keep it moving. That's right. That's right. Amen. And that's, that's what it, you know, because some people just say that old thing. Don't let your evil take away your good. Man, man, and my evils ain't gonna take away my good. Y'all crazy. Don't let your good evils spoke. But if I did good, they done wrote down in that big book. They ain't gonna erase it. They ain't taking it out because I did something crazy over here. Mm, mm mm-hmm. I like the part when God said, well, I didn't condemn you, I'll worry about somebody else. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But we have to worry mm-hmm. about ourselves. Yes. Yeah. 
it goes on to say, and all things indeed are pure. You know what I'm saying? You are unable that all pure and lawful, but they become sinful to man who eats with offense and with a defiled conscience. See that? See that with a defiled conscience. All things indeed are pure, but it is evil for the man who eateth with offense. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you can do good, but if you got evil in your heart doing good, it ain't, it ain't worth two cents. You know, some people sure. uh, do it because they don't want to do it, they don't like you, and they got they it, and they, they show. Do, and they did something good, but it was, it was they, they, didn't, they didn't like in their heart what they were doing, so it was evil. Yeah, for sure. Even with lurking, if they if they could have did something to mess it up, what they were doing for you, they would have did it. Mm. So now I'm understanding meat means sin. For the meat destroy, not this work of God. So, right, right. It, it symbolizes the meat that that that, is, that they're speaking of here is is sin. Okay. All right. Okay, it's coming together slowly, but it's. I understand. <laughs> that is something that all things indeed are pure, but it, but it is evil for the man that eateth with offense. It's evil to the man that, it, it, you know, all things are pure. You know what I'm saying? That 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 are of God, but if the man of offense tries to use it in any form, it is it, it, an offense. You know, I don't like you. I can't stand you, but all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to do something for you, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing it to offend you. You're doing it to offend me if you do something good for me? I don't, I don't like you. That was my girlfriend. And you, you and, 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 okay, that was my friend, and and all of a sudden, uh, uh, Easter, one of them, uh, some other women online is my girlfriend. And all of a sudden, I see Deborah. So I got evil in my heart. I'm gonna walk. I'm gonna walk Deborah across the street and help her so Easter can see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh, so, but you put me in harm's way. <laughs> so come on in and knock my block off. <laughs> so that's what your plan was. Okay, I, I kind of get the. Maybe it was a good thing. But I knew that I knew I knew that Easter can't stand you. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know she don't like you, but it's a good deed I'm doing. Okay, but, but there's evil all up in the mix. Cause I know I know I know I know if it's the old Easter, she's gonna come and it's gonna be some trouble. That's right. That's right. The old Easter used to do that. And when she said the old the old Easter, that's your wig off. somebody in trouble or hurt. You right. had it. It. It, was a, it was a good deed, but but the offense, because it was evil in my heart. It was yeah. evil energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I wanted to do something to whatever dispute me and Easter had. I wanted to do something, and you became the vehicle of that offense. Mm. You became You know what I'm saying? Oh, and boy. that means I really didn't care about you. Because then I know Easter, 
was getting into. <laughs> That's so true. Over a man or whatever, and stuff. The while the man is is sleeping good in his bed, and the two women on the phone blessing each other out and wanting to fight each other over the man. <laughs> it works. It's not worth it. No, my Lord, thank you, Jesus. That's the truth. But I, you remember y'all? I don't know some of y'all. But I used to look at Jerry Springer. I, I look at the one movie I look at still. I look at right now, and and usually. You know, during the week when I get a chance, I get on there, and that's cheaters. I look at cheaters. And the thing about cheaters, you know, somebody, you catching, you using this company to, to help you catch your spouse or your friend or your boyfriend cheating on you. And when you come, you want to fight the person they cheating with when it ain't that person's fault. It's the person that you with. It's they the one that cheated. Right. And they always want to jump on the, one, the other person. Mm-hmm. The, the men will jump on another man that's with his girl, or the girl will jump on another girl instead of jumping on. I only seen one or two times that the person didn't even mess with the other person. They just jumped on the person that they had being followed. <coughs> Unless but they knew that was your woman or your man. If that person knew that person was <laughs> was your fiance and didn't have any respect, then the old side come out or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If now they don't know, then the, well, I ain't even there. That's that. That's that old earthly stuff. That that stuff is dead and gone anyway. But uh, <laughs> Deborah, I'm gonna be real with you. Even though uh, I'm thinking me for myself, but I'm gonna just keep it real. Just like if I if if I was involved with someone and. And I'm supposed to be the only person that he's involved with. Yeah. And for um um because you know none of us is not perfect. That's um, right. We got feelings too as well, but we we deserve the respect. If I feel like a woman is coming up to a person that I'm with and saying that when you're you're going to take me out or something like that, that's disrespectful. Oh so yeah, she knows. Have, that's that's what I was trying to say. Because mm-hmm. some. Sometimes, you know, the person might not never see you, you might never see them, and they don't know that he's taken or she's spoken for. But the only thing I would do, I would would walk away. I would just um, tell them, just don't come back to my house anymore. (laughs) I won't be mad with anybody. Well, that's what happens on Chiefs. Most of the time, they're running up on somebody that didn't know they had somebody else, you know. And that's rings off. I use that as an example because that is something to jump on somebody that really didn't know what was going on. Yeah. They don't, they don't even so know they were dealing with the person. And so, now you come out the blue saying, this is your man, and I'm telling you it's my man because he's been with me, and I didn't know about you, but yet you knew about me. So, no, even I don't catch something like that. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on. Uh, nope. 21. It says, it is... And it is good neither to eat flesh, nor to drink wine, nor anything whereby thy brother stumbles, or is offended, or it makes weak, or make weak. Woo! We got a lot to read here. And that first part, it is good neither to. Um, it is better to deny self. For personal pleasures in the cause, brethren, to the 
become a politician. Sure. And, 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 that, and that thing, you know, we need to understand one thing, that sometimes we got to deny ourselves for our own self or pleasure if it's, if it's going to bring hurt or harm to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got, and you got in the body of Christ. There are a lot of, there are a lot of people that end up sleeping with other people's women and, 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 and there was a pastor that got killed over here in uh, New Orleans. You know what I'm saying? That he was sleeping with one of his deacon's wives. And after that, and then the deacon's wife wanted to stop that mess because he forced her and tricked her and all like that. And he ended up texting the bitch, texting, texting the woman, telling her she had to do it, call all kinds of stuff. But by mistake, she texted to the to the deacon's phone. Mm, and the deacon didn't go to church Sunday morning and walked up into the church, left his family home, walked up in the church, and blew the pastor's brains out right in the pulpit. Woo! Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But if the pastor could have avoided that, then he could have just said, no, I might want that woman. Maybe I want to want to do something, but I need to avoid my own personal pleasure. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to think what your own personal pleasure will bring in the body of Christ and what the consequences will be. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be some consequences. That's what this is. That's what this is opening us up to right there. Then it goes on to say that each flesh. It says that all meat is not permitted to be eaten. You don't understand. Everybody, everybody that hang out in the church, everybody you can't you can't run with. Mm-hmm. All the meat, all the meat you see ain't good meat. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing about it, sometimes you don't discover some meat is rotten until you start cutting it open to see that it ain't that it's fall on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I'm telling you that because y'all, we got a lot of friends that we meet on these phone ministries and a part of the ministries we have, and we need to start watching the fruit that they that, that when you cut. See, it says the fruit they bear, but God taught me one thing: I don't care what fruit it is, you need to cut it open to see if it's life on the inside. Because hmm. we go to the supermarket and we pick up fruit, and sometimes the fruit look good on the outside. Mm-hmm. But when you cut it open, it'd be, it'd be all rotten and moldy on the inside. Mm-hmm. And, and some of y'all been to the supermarket and then picked up some fruit that looked good, but when you got it, you opened it up, it wasn't, it wasn't right. Mm-hmm. It's so true. <laughs> you need to understand that this is where it's as similar as that fruit at the supermarket. It's the same thing with people in the body of Christ that that they may look good, they may act good, they may they may talk the word and be able to share the word. But when you really get to meet who they really are, that's who you really see. That's what I got to say. You know what I'm saying? That's when you really see who they are. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it's saying there about eat the flesh, nor to drink, and then the wine. The wine, the word wine is used all of all kinds of drinks. Even the grape juice, when it is yet in the in the cluster, 
Hence, it does not always refer to intoxicated drinks. They should be left alone in view of the law against drunkenness. Okay, you know, I, I saw a lady yesterday when we was having communion. <laughs> you know, we got, we got, we got the, uh, we got those things where where it got the, the bread on the top and you peel it back, and if you peel the other part back and you got your little cup of the little juice. Right. So we got, I got, to, we got to the part of, 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 of breaking the bread, and as we went through the place of drinking the juice, she started, she started, started acting like it was a strong drink. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like you couldn't talk. <laughs> so, oh, I, I said, listen, I said, prophet, I said, prophet, what they do? They slip something in on. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was a strong drink, and it just made me laugh when I thought about what I just read. But it goes on to say, nor anything whereby thy brother, and and, and, and we want to read that part, anything, you know what I'm saying, not only doubtful things that are mentioned, but anything that's listed which causes another one to apologize or be lost, must be laid aside. You know, I mean, anything that we think that uh, uh, makes somebody get lost, we need to push aside. There's some, there's sometimes this, you ever had uh, something you want to say to somebody and the Holy Ghost says, so don't say it? Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You, you, oh, you, yeah. you, you ever felt you, you wanted to poke somebody and all of a sudden, when you get there, uh, uh, you all hyped up. I'm going to get them when I get there. You can't wait till you see them at church. And when you get there, now a gentle spirit going to come upon you. You just don't say nothing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because God knows that, that, that if you say something and go in your flesh and say something, you don't know what kind of results it's going to have on that person. Mm-hmm. But, God, but God does. God knows what kind of results it'll have if that thing come out of your mouth. Mm. And we have to understand that, that God knows. I don't. It goes on to say stumbling. And we have to understand that. You know, the strike, the foot against the error from the truth. Beat up on until the thing is destroyed. You know what I'm saying? Whereby that brother stumbles, you know what I'm saying? That means he you know, got beat up. You know, we don't need to put bring words to beat up on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you tripped them up. You yeah, you got people. You got people that that speak stuff and know it's gonna hurt you. Mhm. You know what I'm saying? You don't think that we know words sometimes that will hurt somebody? Sure. The enemy good with that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it says the offense. That, and that's the thing, the, the offense. To offend somebody is made weak. We have we to gotta understand the strength is without power to distinguish the, the, 
consistency between right and wrong, good and evil, or lawful or unlawful. You got to understand, there's some people that are so weak, they don't know the system. They're caught in between. You ever seen them people that, that say, you know, should we go left or should we go right? They can't make up their mind which is the right way to go. You know what I'm saying? We have a lot of people around us like that. You know? And we got to understand that, that we have to be mindful how we talk to them, how we deal with them, because we could lose them at any given time because they don't know what's right or wrong. And, 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 and the thing about it, what gets me upset is that a lot of us was like that when we first came. Mm-hmm. You know? We had to learn and grow to know what, what was right or wrong. Yeah. So I want to say, has thou faith? A question. The last question in Romans, the word faith here means the full persuasion that one is right and sanctified mm-hmm. by God in his act. Woo! Do you hear that? Has thou faith? Have it to thyself before God. Mm-mm. You got to know that there's joy in your faith. That your faith, your faith is what brings you the evidence about your relationship with God. Yes. And because, because the Bible says without faith it's impossible to please God. The one thing you know that if you got faith, you're pleasing God. Yes. That's right. That's right. There, there ain't no doubt about it. Lord, I believe, and I got faith that God is. I'm pleasing him. So this says, without this, I can't please him. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So but then he told me something that, that in that scripture over there in Hebrew, he said, without faith, it's impossible to believe this, but those that believe that he is, and a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So he's telling me that when I believe that he is, that, that, that he got something that he's going to give me just for believing. Mm, hallelujah. He did. He said, I'm going to reward you. Hallelujah. And I'm going to diligently seek you according to your faith. <laughs> Good God. Merciful God. Y'all got to understand that. That, 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 that he says what you're doing voluntarily that you're going to receive a reward for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus, thank you. Ask, you know, because I gave you a measure of faith, and now you voluntarily are seeking me in your faith that I'm going to reward you for seeking me. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Jesus. Woo! <laughs> that, that's powerful. You know what wow, that? it sure is. That's powerful. It's like, that, you know, that, that God sees in us that we're able to embrace something that he lets us know without it, that, that, that he, we don't have no relationship with him without it. He says, without faith, it's impossible. You can't please me no matter what you do because you don't have no faith in me. But yet, those that have faith in me, I'm going to reward them for, for what they do. Mm-mm-mm. All he talks about love. All he talks about 
Everything I hear so far is how much love he has for all of us. He is how much he loves. He's so forgiving. Amen. As much nonsense and craziness and backsliding and falling down, and he still say he he not still say just he loves you. It's just it's just I don't know how to put in the words. It's just awesome. That's all I can say. It's awesome. That's all I'm getting out of this. It's awesome. If you just he said he gives us a a a, a, a measurement of faith. If you let your faith grow, even just letting your faith grow more rewards you. Amen. 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 And he goes on to say, happy is he that condemneth not himself in the things which he allows. Wow. You know, he says you should be happy that you don't condemn yourself about your past. And the thing about it, because there's people that always bring up our past to us. Yes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They, wanna, they don't want to let you forget where you came from. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They want to remind you. Keep you there. Yeah. Oh, get out of it. Don't want to think about it. Finish. Done. Mm-hmm. Move it yeah. on. It's over. It says, happy is that, is he that condemneth not himself in that in that thing which he allowed. And, 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 and let me go to another part. Sometimes, we allow things to happen in our lives. Thank God all the time. And sometimes we don't need to be condemning ourselves for what we allow to happen. We need to be able to move on. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, you, you, so I, I, you know, I, I, I have these examples that I can really get you all to embrace me, embrace. And, and sometimes it, it may not be the right ones for some of y'all, but don't feel disrespectful or nothing. But those are the ones that the Spirit led on me. You know, we can't we can't help it if we slip today. Because the God the Bible says that we all fall short of the glory of God. And yeah. what we allow to happen sometimes in our flesh, we can't walk around and be condemned about it the rest of our lives. You know what I'm saying? I made a mistake and slept with Sister Sally last night and I shouldn't. I went over there to teach a Bible study and we ended up sleeping together. And that was my flesh. I allowed it to happen when I could have stopped it, but I allowed it to happen. Now today I want to work up. Walk, I want to wake up the next morning and be walking in the spirit of, of being condemned. And that's what it's telling me. Don't don't condemn yourself about what you allowed to happen. Hear me? Amen. Amen. I, I want you all to get that because a lot of us allow things to happen. We don't. We, we, we got so heated up that, that we got in an argument with a family member and we went off and we came out of ourselves and now we allowed it to happen and now we want to persecute ourselves because of what we allowed. We, we don't went and sat in the pity chair. I'm mad because of what I let you make me do. Hmm. And now every time this is what forgiveness and forgiveness is for. Yeah, but every time you see them, you you start feeling bad because of what you did and how they saw you step out of being a woman of God. Mm. 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 Mm
And so God gave her another kidney. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she saw God taking her through everything just because she had faith and she believed. And she said, you know what? She said, David, she said, you know what? Now today, I know he could do everything that I read that he said he could do. Mm. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, so it just shows you that, that we all are in a place sometimes of uh, unbelief. The Bible tells us about Jesus and the young and the young man's father who said, he said, he said, teacher, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. We all sometimes fall in that place until we truly know Jesus. Yeah. See, you hear what I'm saying? When you really know that you have a relationship with Jesus and you know that there's nothing that he cannot do, Yes. It, it lifts you up to believe in that he can do all mm-hmm. things. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, he you know, they sing that song. And, and, and we all heard it. We all hear it. We all done sung it. We all done had jumped up and down in church about it. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there just in time. You know what I'm saying? But it's good for us to know that one thing, that maybe God don't work like I want to work and the hour that I want to work, but I know at the end he's going to be there. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Absolutely. He's going to be there. There's, there's, there's no doubt in my mind that he's going to show up. Mm-hmm. All I got to do is do what I got to do. Accepted 
handled with love. Don't expect everyone, even in the best possible church, to be on every subject. Through sharing ideas, uh, we can come to a fuller understanding of what the Bible, is te- what the Bible teaches. Accept, listen to, um, uh, listen to understanding of what the Bible teaches. Accept, listen to, and respect others. Differences of opinion not cause division. Can be a source of learning and and richness in our relationship with God. I, I felt earlier when we were talking about the in the church, not to uh, you know, that just confirming like more on you know on on that subject as far as um sometimes a new ideas or, or ideas that differ from someone else's when we are in Christ, you know, to talk about them. Don't be afraid to talk about them if we don't all agree. But as God will maybe enlighten us or, uh, or will show us exactly when everything is on the table, exactly what his plans are and get it out in the open. Amen. Which way he wants things to go. I don't know. That was that was just something that caught my attention first started the chat. Amen. 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 Well, I mean, we have to know, you know, that, that he planned our life. We don't belong to ourselves. We belong to him. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and the thing is that he purchased us. We don't, that's why we don't belong to us. He purchased us. You know, when he died on the cross, he purchased us. And that, that we owe him. He don't owe us nothing. Hallelujah. Yes, but it's something that somebody you owe is still blessing you and you being a debtor to him. That's something. Even though you owe me, I'm still blessing you. Mm hmm. And we have to really look at that. Uh, I know there's somebody else on the line. I don't know your name. Uh, Would you like to tell me what you got out of it? I hear somebody else because I keep hearing their their line. Would you like to tell me what you got out of tonight? Okay, well, to God be the glory. We thank everybody else that was on um, earlier. Where are you? Huh? You wasn't talking to me, uh, right? I already get... It wasn't me you were talking to, is it? No, that's Easter, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm not telling you. You're going to be last. I'm getting ready to get to you right now. Well, I thought I already, I, I thought I already told. Um, I already did my I, I, I wanted. I told him it sounded so good. I want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear it. I that. Because when you said it, I knew it was nothing but something that came from God. And I wanted to hear it again. But, um. Okay. But uh, I was trying to give anybody else the opportunity to respond to what they heard. And we just thank them for being here, even though they may not want to say nothing. I can see people on my laptop. I know how many people are on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we thank God for those that are here. But please share with us again, uh, uh, Evangelist, what you got out of it and how you summed it up. 
that tenth verse. Um, uh, this is a good chapter, chapter fourteen. But I'm I'm looking at the tenth verse. Um, but why dost thou judge thy brother, and why thou set at not thy brother? For we should all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. That strike out at me as well as all the other verses. It's so powerful. But um, the only thing that we are not to judge anybody because we um we first have to when we pointing fingers it's full pointing back at us mm-hmm. so if we focus in a positive aspect and not let the um adversary try to put negative thoughts in our mind um about judging people and I'm a work in progress um cuz I'm human about looking at people differently uh allowing people to get in our minds and our heads about certain people and try to poison our mind about certain people because of feelings. We can't go about about our feelings or people feelings. We have to go about what God feels because God loves each and every one of us no matter who they are. But we have to allow God's judgment whatever he puts in our spirit with discerning spirit. We cannot let people brainwash us, uh, poison our minds about people. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I, I don't know, maybe something that maybe happened to me late, or maybe something going to happen to me, but I I want peace. I just love peace. I want peace among everybody lately. I want peace among my family. I want peace among, I want to have everybody just come together in love. Lately, this is what I feel. I just want everybody to come together in love. Amen. Amen. Be easily brainwashed to, um, to dislike people because of their ways. God, that's God's job. The only thing we can do is keep ourselves um, in line up with God and pray for those. But that's God's job to do the work in them the same way it was his job to do the work in us. Mm. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 And that, that, you know, one thing, we all want peace. And as we studied earlier, that God wants us to walk in peace with one another. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And sometimes we just have to call on that. that, that you know, because God, God in the, in the, in the Beatrice, that there's a place for those that, are, that, that walk in peace. That, that there's a place in heaven for them. So, you know, we want to be peacemakers. The Bible says there's a place for the peacemaker. Mm-hmm. And we walk in peace. And we need to do whatever we got to do. And sometimes when it don't even look like there can be no peace, let us walk in, in the peace. Right. This right. Look like the peace. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we have to be bigger than the situations that we are comfortable with. That's so and true. And we have to just lay down and let somebody think they got over. But we know that truly who got over and that was for us being submissive, to, to lower ourselves down, just to let them feel like they they hide in us. You know what I'm saying? Because the Bible says that everything God will make our our foot to. So you know, it doesn't make a difference if somebody our enemy think they hide in us. Eventually, they'll become our foot to. You know what I'm saying? And we have to just look at the word, the word, the word, because the word tells us. And brings joy to our spirit when we're going through, or when, or when we are, or when people are, are coming against us. That we we need to know what the outcome, that the great outcome is, 
and, and y'all say it all the time, and God got a bunch of words that he preaches to us, let no weapon form against us, for every tongue that says against us shall be condemned. Do not touch my anointed one, and do my prophet no harm. But the greatest one that I like that God says that we don't hear a whole lot, and this one I, I, I love to say, and that is if God is for me, who can be against me? And you know what? I, I, I say that because can nobody come against me if God is for me? Amen? Amen. Man, y'all need to say amen because if God is for you, nobody come against you. Because you are, you belong to the almighty God. You in his hand. And can't nobody take you out of you. Amen. Amen. And can't nobody take, it out, take you out of you. Okay, uh, uh, Adventures Kingsbury. I saw Marilyn it disappeared and popped back up. Mm-hmm. Let me hear what you have to say. Ain't uh, really gonna be much because my dope, but uh, what I got over it is power. By right? okay. you know, once we walk and say that you know we belong to God, He has given us power to do all things, and His Holy Spirit and Holy Ghost. So the things that shouldn't be, we should as being children of God to encourage one another with His power and His Word and His Spirit that affect. For us to go forth. Amen. 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 Woo. Okay. Well, we thank God. I, I thank God. I, I, you know, I really love what God showed us tonight about us being able to deal with one another. That, 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 that. That's what this is all about. That, that we can. See, this is where we can find the unity when we walk in the Word of God, that I don't, I never look at you other than no matter what we go through. We need to get over whatever we go through because at the end of the day, we're still brothers and sisters in Christ. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? We can Mm -hmm. argue, fight all day. We could be mad at each other. (laughs) Sun go down. It doesn't matter. When it rises again and we both are still alive and we're both here, we're still brothers and sisters in Christ. Right. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing that we can do about that. <laughs> I say I love you. There ain't nothing you can do about it. There's nothing that we can do about that. And that's what I feel it was showing us here today, that, that you know, we're going to have different opinions. We're going to look at things in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, <laughs> there's people that, I oversee a ministry, and sometimes they don't see it the way I see it. I don't get mad, all right? You know, and what I do, I praise God, show it to them. You know what I'm saying? Let them hear what I just told, told them from somebody else. Let somebody else say it. And then, they'll, you know, they'll say, you know what? Reverend David told me the same thing, almost the same exact words, and it'll bring them behind that they thought that's what God wanted them to hear. Because it's just done me. Somebody told me something, and I'm like, uh-uh. And then all of a sudden I go all the way across the country and somebody else will say the same thing to me, almost the exact same. And I'll say, okay, this is what God wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Wow. You hear that a lot lately, people say that. Yeah, because, because sometimes we hear from people that God sent us and sometimes we don't want to hear them. So God got to bring somebody to give confirmation to what he told us to say. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Yes, yes. 
And that's just the power of God, that, that God is not going to let us up. He's not going to ever let us walk clueless to what he's doing in our lives or what he's saying. And if he got to say something to us and bring 10 people to bring it till we finally get it, it'll happen. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we should be that stubborn, that if I hear it, if I hear something that you said one time and then I hear it again, God want me to take notice of what I just heard. Yes. Mm-hmm. Amen. And that's what I think that God wants us to take notice of what we learned tonight. I instruct you all to please go back over it, read it again in your mm-hmm. spare time, and get the revelation that God has for you out of tonight. Mm-hmm. Yes, Lord. Amen. I Amen. receive that in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we look for you all to join us. Woo! Well, tomorrow we're going to be, as I gave the announcements, we're going to be with Evangelist Easton and them at 6 o'clock. Then after 6 o'clock, we're going to come back on this line, and we have the Women's Revival, which we're having my friend and good friend, Pastor Patricia Charles, doctor. Let me know. Let me get it right. Pastor Dr. Patricia Charles, she called me today. She got a word, got a word. So we know all of, all of my family down there. From all of our family is coming from the church, that they all will be here, and we're going to be looking forward to them. Mm-hmm. We're going to look forward to them jumping in here and joining us, and um, that's going to be powerful as we look for all the members from Assembly of Christ Worship Center to join us. And you got it. Deborah, so you know to send out that message and text them all to make sure they be here tomorrow night. I mean, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday. AOCWC. I'll make sure they get the message. That's right. Wednesday night at um, 7 o'clock that they come and join uh, Dr. Patricia Charles. Again, we're going to be be with uh, Evangelist Easter Williams and the committee at 6 o'clock. And then we're going to be with Pastor uh, Robin Albright at 7 o'clock at the House of Refuge. And then at 9 o'clock, I have the program on my line with talking with leadership. And I'm telling you all, some of you all need to come up there. These leaders, I had over 100 and something leaders last week, and they were talking about the things that need to be done in the church, coming up with solutions listen to what people had to say um, from not only from a biblical standpoint of what needs to become, there's some things that need to be done legally in the church um, about moving some men and women out of leadership. You know, it's just not the church can move them no more. Some, we have lawyers on the line, and some, you got to take them to court to get them out of there sometimes. <laughs> You know what I mean? Take people to court and get them out of church? Yeah, yeah, because what happened, if y'all noticed, y'all, y'all probably wasn't looking, but a long time ago, some months, some years ago, they were having things on YouTube and on Facebook, a pastor slapping up women that, that come in there to march to get them out. Then I saw this one where this woman slapped the pastor and told him he had to get out of the church. Then mm. I seen 
deacons jumped the worst out of the church, was with the pastor on the other side, and they started fighting in the church. Oh. So, so now when they want to move them, you know, and, and I understand. you got to understand denominational churches. You just can't move a pastor because a lot of pastors are the founders. And they were the ones that established the church. So they just took your money to supply and pay the rent or the mortgage on the place. But they the founder of the church. Mm-hmm. And mm. how are you going to kick the founder of the church out of the church? Mm. Well, if he's not correct, it can be done. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> mm. now they have that you can go to court and legally he can be removed. I don't no. want to be in no type of church like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not they like got to handle that. Yep. Uh-uh. No. And he didn't call you? You ain't. Oh. No, well, well, we're not saying that. I'm saying, well, I'm saying, I understand y'all saying God and hell it, but sometimes we have. Yeah. Yeah, we have to. He's not going to come down. He give us knowledge. That God is telling them they need to leave and get out the church because they ain't doing this people no good, and they won't move. But then God also said that he would divide the... Uh, but he said that he said say the one that, 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 that the wheat and the tail would go together yeah. and operate them. But, we, but this ain't that time. We, we don't know when that time is going to come that he's going to do We that. don't know if it's not that time. But I, you know what? The thing about it, there's a whole... He said... Those are among, those are among some of the things. He said that that would not be done. Now, y'all go down there and read. And to, and to um, um, the, the, not the tribulation, but the other one. I just read With about the second it. coming? No, before the rapture. He said that that wouldn't be done before the rapture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's why we all looking and say, oh, there's a whole lot of stuff in the Bible that's got to be done. There's got to be the rapture. There's got to well, be the rapture. Well, I read, I read, Timothy tells everything of what's going on. The man ain't got to come. There's so much stuff that, that God has got to put into place that, that's got to take place. The devil, the devil's supposed to take over right now. He's well, he's taking over. He's trying to. He's grassy. He's grassy, doing things and taking over, but he hasn't fully taken over yet for Jesus to come back yet. I think so. How about these people say, oh, we're in the last and evil day. Read the Bible. If you read the Bible, you'll find out we're we a long way from the last and evil day. I don't think so. We in it. We, we, we are, are definitely I'm in it. it. I'm not saying we ain't in it, but go read the Bible. And, I and do, and I read Revelation. We are, to me. You know, let the Bible tell you about um, the nations or the fighting, the wars is here. Yeah, the children, yeah, but, the policemen. I will read uh, Habakkuk today and about the laws of the judge and how they make their own justice. I was studying that today, and I was like, wow, we right here. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is right here, but there's a lot still more to come. You still got, you got, okay, you got, the rapture got to come. Excuse me. You all have a blessed night, and I love you all. My phone is blowing up, and um, I will be online whenever I can again this week. God all bless right. you all. God, God, God bless. God bless. Good night, sister.
God bless. Let me let y'all go too, Godly. But I, 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 I just study the word, and you'll go in there, and because really the Bible tells us, don't even worry about what is going to happen. And I'm going to bring them some scriptures on the Bible study Thursday night, so y'all can go look them up and read them. But Jesus, God said, God said, there's going to be miracles. There's going to be things done that. I'll do the sea work because he ain't doing it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna find that scripture to, to to bring that out. So I don't, you know, I, I tend to, you know, I look and I I I I I hear about what's happening and people are there. We the last evil days, you know what I'm saying? And they write in one thing because I, you know, I don't know when Jesus is gonna come get me. Mm-hmm. But I know he ain't. I know there's a lot of stuff got to happen before his second coming. Mm. I know it. You know what I'm saying? But we all walking in last evil days, and I like in being here because Jesus may come at any time to take us home. Amen. You know, we can lay down the night and not wake up tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? But you know one thing I've known that my laying down is. I'm, I'll be at peace with it because I've been in the Word of God today. I've been dealing with the Word of God. I've been dealing with God's people today. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So I, I can go in peace. <clears throat> My family know what I've been doing so they can be at peace. Amen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody get up to speak over my body, they, they can say something good. But you know what? He stayed in that Word. He was on them lines every night, and he was with them people. And we just thank God that if we don't know anything else, we know that he that he's got to be with God because he stayed with God and seek God every day. That's it. That's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If ain't nobody going to somebody, I'm a hellraiser. <laughs> Anyway, let me let y'all ladies go. God bless y'all. Um, please, please, call, tell everybody Thursday night, 713 on the other telephone line. I'm going to I'm gonna make sure I send you a, a text, evangelist, uh, Kingsbury, so you can join us. Um, and... Uh, but God bless you. Reverend Carpenter, thank you, because you have the strength and the energy and the foresight and the anointing to, to teach us on these lines, those who knew and those who who ain't. You are beautiful, beautiful to me. Thank you. Nice. All right, well, we're going to get ready to get out of here on Thursday night, Wednesday night. I hope to hear your voices. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us join in your work. We thank you for your Bible study. We thank those that had to, had came and heard and those that left and still heard. Father God, we ask you to teach them at this hour and this time in their lives. Whatever they're going through, Father God, let them turn it over to you, Father God. For you said in your Bible, in your word, let us turn all our cares and our worries unto the Lord. Let us take them to the altar and give them up to him. So, Father God, we give all our problems unto you, all our cares. All our hurts we give unto you. 
For you are truly the God of our salvation. You're the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We thank you just for being who you are. We ask you to cover us, heal us, and then strengthen us in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Everybody have a blessed and wonderful night. As we always say on this line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I love you. Smooches, smooches, smooches. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. God bless. God bless.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.